Hey folks, welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. Um, I'm with Rich Lotta, of course, as usual. I'm James Boyd, um, as usual, right? Um, uh, I guess you want to start, Rich, you want to start with, with uh, Jay Briscoe? Yes. Okay. So, um, I didn't follow the details of it, uh, but Jay Briscoe died in a car crash uh, sometime last week. Um or actually, was it? I think it was Tuesday, Tuesday. last week. Yeah. Tuesday last week, a lot of people online and around this watch pro wrestling in America and around the world, honestly, especially in Japan as well, um, been shaken up by it. Um, you know, this is somebody that, like, I have, I've been kind of aware of them in wrestling since I've been back in wrestling 2011, but not aware of, like, all the stops he's been and the amount of outpouring was, I mean, I haven't really seen it since like the Hannah Kimura stuff. It, it was, um, it was really, it was really, um, in one bittersweet in a way of like, I did not know he had that kind of reach on the number of people he did. And also, um, it, it, it sucked for all the amount of people that like to see all of that and also see how many people were hurting from that. So, um, uh, what, what, what were your thoughts and takeaways from, uh, getting the news and like seeing the kind of um, response, Rich. Um, so I was kind of having like a uh, like a night with my wife, and we were just going through music. You know, we're putting together playlists for for the road so we can drive safely. Ironically, so we don't have to you know touch everything while we're driving and look up songs and everything like that. Read it on my phone. I just swear I'm like holy shit and. Um, I, it was hard to even really explain to her who Jay Briscoe was as yeah. far as like, you know, what he meant in wrestling. I was like, I just immediately went to like, you know, he's one of the great tag team wrestlers of this time. He's a big rival, has a huge rivalry with the Young Bucks over the years. Um, they're currently champions in uh, Ring of Honor. And I saw this and it was just, it was so, so sad. And, the fact that he was 38 years old, thinking about a lot of the wrestlers um, of our age group, I would say anybody that's under 40, right? Um, this has been a pretty different era of wrestlers than the era that preceded it. Um, we're talking about deaths and their deaths were coming for a lot of different reasons. You know, there was you know drug abuse or, um, you know, uh, you know, drug abuse and steroids and things like that like the generation that came after him didn't really seem to have those problems like outwardly as far as like this being something that's going to uh make you die early so when you see this him die and it's like this tragic tragic death and think about the the age group of the guys it's like this is a whole new thing and he died doing something we all do every day, which is driving. And, you know, it's it's just so sad. Like, um, you know, his daughters were in the car. And as you mentioned, everyone that just like came out with the outpouring of, of love for this guy. And, you know, we know the the reason why they weren't in A.W., had to do with some tweets he put up, um, you know, years and years ago. And I, I want to say about a month ago, I, I came on this show. I was like, yo, man, it's time it's time to let them in AEW. Like, 
like this guy is like atoned for a lot of the stuff that you know he did uh as far as like you know that held him back and you know i just was hoping that they'd get a chance to kind of come do their thing uh you know in, in aw so it's not like you know tucked away on the pay-per-views that are the lower level pay-per-views and all that and he's like you know just having that great series they had with ftr last year and his brother mark never did anything so um to see the outpouring from like your um your lgbtq wrestlers like you know you got effie writing long um pieces about them you got poyo de mall uh, talking about uh you know um, their relationship with jay and seeing somebody that really like learned that seemed to, to learn and like you know followed up on that learning like yo like i want to learn more to you know be like that we've seen people like tim hardaway for yeah. example kind of do like the same thing and uh um, kobe's another example yeah kobe Bryant, and, and it's like <sighs> the fact like it, it just feel like this guy was wronged like and you know it it was him yes he he wrote that tweet he had to stand on it and the thing is he did stand on it and he made up for it in a lot of people's eyes um but um, you know, it, it sucks to see that, you know, it, there, it seems like there was no path to redemption for him. Um, no matter how hard, you know, he, he, no matter how much work he put in and from a wrestling standpoint, um, I would, I'm about as familiar with Jay Briscoe as you are. I may have watched a couple more matches, uh, different ladder war things, some matches against the young bucks, um, different matches against, I think, G.O.D. Um, also, like, you know, obviously the FCR stuff last year, but um, I was watching some of his stuff from this past week. Uh, I watched a match with uh, his him and his brother against Kasuhiko Nakajima and Kota Bushi from Noah, and I was just, like, fascinated and blown away. And, uh, you know, folks, folks have, like, said, you know, if there's anybody that's in the conversation for real, for the greatest tag team of all time. And you're not talking about the young bucks. Like you're talking about the Briscoes talking about the longevity, how good they were from, you know, essentially, you know, when they were 18 years old on, on to this time now. Um, and they've got high quality work as early as 2004 going up. So um, it, this is just really sad on a multitude of levels. Like, seems like this guy was going to break through. Like, I think it would have been a matter of time before they could get that band lifted. But I don't know, because even in death, they couldn't really, um, you know, do too much as far as uh, the celebration of his life on TNT. Incredible promo, um, just like fascinating talker. And, um, you know, the, the act with his brother, like the, the way they just kind of played off each other. I this this things for for a lot of different reasons and uh i'm not even somebody that was like like i wasn't no like huge like briscoe's fan or anything like that but it was just so like sad just seeing like the generation um that that he was a part of losing somebody like that like uh all these these all these great brother tag teams in the world right like mm-hmm. we're never gonna see another briscoe's bucks match we're never gonna see briscoe's ever take on the lucha brothers we're never gonna see briscoe's and ftr again we're not gonna see briscoe's versus anybody because there's no more briscoe's literally just been yanked like out just zapped literally and you got to feel for his brother you got to feel for uh his wife and his, his kids and uh, like all these great brother tag teams of, of this era, 
you know, go right down the line. And, uh, you know, they're they're up there with anybody. Um, I'm very sad uh, for to for about his passing and just like seeing like uh, and a lot of it had to do with like, you know, they, they couldn't get to like it's just you never know how much time you have left. And I I just hate all of it. Like I, I was I was just deflated. So my as you mentioned, like coming into this um, in, you know, even up until maybe at the earliest, like around 2018 ish um, um, around the time they um, they're making lethal champion. Um, and I like and Josh was, you know, Josh was was watching Ring Honor at the time. And he was t- talking about how much how much he was into like lethal versus Jay Briscoe for the ROH title. Um, I, I was aware of them. Um, even from the time we're talking about, you know, uh, Meltzer and talking about Observer Radio, talking about how, like, it seems like they may try to, WWE might try to sign them, but, like, they have the deal with, like, them and them and the, the, their work with the, the the family business with chickens and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and, you know, then I think the first time I ever actually saw them in person was um, Super Card of Honor. Uh, 2018. Yeah. I think it was a. Uh, there was what it was them versus Lethal and Tanahashi, right? Something like that. Yeah. 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 Lethal and Tanahashi. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, I, you know, uh, this particular last year with the Ring of Honor re- revamp and the feud with um, a program with FTR was was great. Is one of the, you know, is going to finish, you know, very high on year end feud of the year contender stuff around the world. Or if you have, if you haven't already, you know, seen some of the stuff, some of it's already out there and they're already super high on that kind of stuff, maybe even one. But, uh, so like, this is kind of like the year where like, I got an appreciation of how good they actually were. I knew they were good. I didn't know that they were like, you know, have, you know, not some easily some of the best matches of the year. Um, and in certain case, uh, I think, you know, a lot of people think that the dog collar match was the best match this year. And I wouldn't argue what is not, just not my taste. Um, but the thing I've always kind of kept them off guard because like, you know, when people, you know, get themselves in, in stupid situations, um, it's really easy to write people off and not ever check back to see on, like, as you mentioned, like, you know, like the work that he did with, after he, you know, said homophobic stuff and, and um seek to you know seek to make good on the on the wrongs he made um and i was i wasn't too much familiar with what he did to or with like some of the stuff he did and his mia copa and all that kind of stuff um until he passed away and uh, i remember you know finding out about it and i was like wait what he's dead and i you know Go to his Twitter and see that he, you know, he had just tweeted something out a few hours ago. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, picture and I was, with his brother. I, and, and like, so my, so my immediate reaction was like, something. It's bad enough that he's dead at a young age, but it was like something terrible had to have happened because for, his, for him to just be tweeting and then a few hours later, you know, like I'm thinking, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like, literally, mind, I was like, did he have a heart attack or something? Did it was a car crash, whatever? Then to find out later, like, it was a car crash and he didn't have a seatbelt on. Like, that really sucked. Um. And, you know, I just, um, I just hope that the people that, you know, um, that wrote him off in a similar fashion that I did in that kind of way, um, and it's so easy to do in, you know, the online space of 
somebody somebody fucks up and you just write them off forever as a decent human being or whatever else. Like, I hope that, like, there are more people that were like me that are like, this is a lesson. Like, this isn't like some, um, like, this is real life. This isn't like some situation where, like, you just, you know, write a cross over someone's name and just leave it at that. It's like, if this, like, people make mistakes. And um, I'm not saying for anybody to forgive anybody that are willing to, they're, they're ready to forgive. Like, that's the thing when you make a mistake and you ask for forgiveness. Like, it's not... A granted, it's not granted you're ever going to be forgiven by everybody, and that's the game. Um, but like, there were a lot of people that were, that were vouched for that dude in that kind of way, to where it's like, okay, I, I, I you know, I, I didn't know there was a change on this, but there clearly was. Um, and I'm and I and I'm good on that from uh, from their perspective. So, um, you know. You mentioned all-time great tag team, um, all-time great tag team for this era, and they left the they definitely left a the legacy. There are people that put out threads and tweets of like a hundred a hundred Dre Briscoe matches you can go watch right now. Not many people get not many people not many wrestlers have that kind of thing. Obviously, that's a that's the benefit of today's kind of uh, you know availability for YouTube and links and all that kind of stuff, but. Any wrestler that you can go out there and you can say, I got a hundred quality matches on them, they're a good ass wrestler, period. And and I'm glad you mentioned like the, you know, ironically, like this guy, had he showed up in another time, I think he'd have been a massive star, right? But he showed up in a time he did to where maybe in life he couldn't get the attention because of the the uh just the nature of the way the wrestling business was set up throughout like most of his you know life essentially mm-hmm. like with wwe being the one place and then wwe would never touch them right because uh, he was or, also like a when he when he like he was damn near or if he was like i mean he's almost like a when he a day one roh guy yes first yeah ROH he's like a, yeah he's a yeah so like an actual original as opposed to the stuff that's going on with like the AEW women's division for whatever like it's so yeah like when you start from there, it's going, you know, like you think of the people that actually rose, rose up from there, like that's a grind and not everybody makes it, you know, regardless of the skill level, yeah. right? Like Nigel never made it. Nigel was one of the best wrestlers of the era. And it's a lot about like, you know, back, back channel links and, and, uh, message boards and, um, you know, different, uh, download, downloadable sites, like and the internet being a totally the- different place. Right. And, and the Internet, like really like being able to like if you were able to find the Briscoe stuff like back then, like I imagine it wasn't easy to like get your hands on them going to Noah in 2008. Like <laughs> so like he's kind of a le- legend of that era, like of those, you know, because, you know, it's easier now. You know, it's like it's a click of a button. I can load up Russell Universe, but you weren't able to do that always. Yeah. Um, You know. And yeah, man, I just I just hope his brother's all right. Um, uh, hope to see him continue his his career. Um, if he doesn't, totally understandable. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know there, there's going to be a tribute show coming for him uh, that that was taped. So I'm interested to see that. Uh, every promotion guys were talking about this guy, like you know, big, small, um, you know, people that you know 
were in the main events, like that have walked out with the championships at WrestleMania. We're talking about this guy. Tommaso Chavo was talking yeah. about he he ripped this guy off for his entire gimmick. Um, you know, when, when he was a heel, like, yeah, man, it's I just mean, it, it stinks, man. Like, and, and the start of the Noah, the start of um, you know, Wrestle Kingdom seventeen in Yokohama Arena, like they start off with like. In the ring, Tanahashi and Marufuji holding up pictures of Tanahashi holding a picture of Jay Briscoe when he was in New Japan, and Marufuji's holding up a picture of Jay Briscoe when he was in Noah. And like you, you know, you got both sides, the New Japan side and Noah side sitting there, and they're both you know they're doing a ten bell salute. Like that's how far back he, that's how long he's been wrestling, and that's like where he's been around the world doing this. Um, and you could tell people were people were you know. Really, you know, even over there, we're touched by that dude. So um, that just lets you know how how far this whole crazy wrestling thing goes with with uh with him in his career, in his life, um, and it's and it's sad that uh, that he's no longer with us. Rest in peace, uh, Jay Briscoe. Yeah. Um. So I guess I'll start the show. Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap. So I had to break it down The whole network, man, we coming for the crown Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Okay, so back on, on a lighter note. Um... Where do you want to start with, uh, I guess, the rest of the wrestling world, Rich? Um, there was um, a lot of stuff uh, yeah, this week. Yeah, there so was. There's a lot of stuff we also, neither one of us got to. Uh, but where do you want to start exactly? <laughs> um, so I guess we can go with um, KG Muto's uh, last match, the card that was put out for that. Um, okay. This thing is stacked. Um, yeah, to, to the yeah. heels. Um, I guess we got it again. Yep. Um, the a, a true like, and we don't know if this is it. I, right. I put that out there, and I want people to seriously consider that Keiji Muto is fooling you all. And, and by and by all, we're including us too. We don't know. I can't trust. I don't trust him for shit. So neither do I. Um, yeah, man. Um, so, the main event, of course, Muto will be in the main event. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he drew the house, and this is in the dome, by the way. 
Uh, it'll be Keiji Muto versus Tetsuya Naito. So I guess they didn't touch each other for a reason in that six man. Um, and Muto got all of these promotions to send send them people that all wanted to be in the dome. Uh, this is it's amazing. So uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Keiji Muto. Uh, as Zekumaki says, the battle of knees. Um, oh, yeah. Y- you can imagine both of these dudes you know, just running into each other and then, you know, just pixie dust flying. I running. saw a picture of Tetsuya Naito's knee, like with the scar and then the, the dish shape of it. Um, it really? was just like, I saw it. I, I sent it to you uh, on Twitter. I thought it was uh, someone else's knee. I thought. <laughs> no, nah, that was Naito. <laughs> yeah, like, um, so, uh, I mean. Does Keiji Muto have it in him to put Tetsuya Naito over? I don't know why Naito would take the match if he doesn't go over. Right? Um, <sighs> so, this is what I'll say. At the Bye Bye show at Yokohama Arena, I did not watch that show yet. But I did see that Darby had to escort him out of the press conference while he was in a wheelchair. Yes. If he's not hanging it up, I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. Right? Yen. Like this, yes. The, to, to, to quote <laughs> Yen. Konami, the endo. This should be the final time we see this dude. Like, um in a pro wrestling ring. In fact, we should never actually see him again in a pro wrestling ring, but there's one more but there's one more house to draw, brother. Um so yeah, like I think Naito at this stage, even with the knees, is still, you know, a a more reliable bet than Shinsuke Nakamura, and they still figured out a, a way to have an enjoyable match um at Budokan Hall. So I should expect I'm expecting the same. Um so yeah, like it's gonna be. Is I think it's gonna be. You know, it's gonna become a Tanahashi attrition war thing. You might see. You might see Naito break out of Dragon Street leg whoop himself. But I think it's gonna turn. It's gonna turn into a phone booth battle, and and it's gonna turn into a slap fest, and we'll see what happens from there. But you know, like obviously, I don't think that uh, Naito's gonna get him out of there with a Destino because I don't think that Muto can hold him up to, to even fall back for a Destino. So I think we might get the Stardust Press in in a in a in a, in a W. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take Tetsuya Naito um, on this one against my better judgment. Something in me wants to pick Keiji Muto, a sick part of me that wants to pick Keiji Muto and, you know, have, like, because if if he beat Naito in his last match, I don't think I'd ever shut up uh, about it and just, like, and just laugh forever. Um, So I'm going to pick. Tetsuya Naito and I'm James. I'm even going to root for Tetsuya Naito to win. Oh, I already look. So, um, we had a watch party at noon for um, Wrestle Kingdom 17 in Yokohama Arena um, with some of the Largo Loop Largo Loop guys. And um, Naito, after he wins the match um, in the main event, he walks by Muto. He makes eyes with him, and then he heads back up the ramp, and then Muto gets his ass off commentary and runs to the middle of the ring, and I was like, well, I know who I'm rooting for. <laughs> what the come don't die. I'm rooting. Go, Naito, go. <laughs> like, you know, Naito normally like to work the neck, but like, you know, go go to work on the knees, man. 
Go to work on yeah. your knees. You Fuck know, it's, 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 a, it's a very rare, it's a very rare time when I'm outright rooting for Tetsuya Naito. I, in fact, there might not have ever been a time where this actually happened where I've outright rooted for him. But there's a, there's a, there's always a, there's always time for a first time, and that first time is going to be February 21st at the Tokyo Dome. Go Naito, Bro, kill him. Now, this, this crowd should be insane. Naito, boom, I a Naito, boom, I You know. I had to uh I had to pull the Naito music up, but um Mike, look, sem- I, I was I was looking around, I was like, you know, February twenty first, plenty enough time to get a shirt over here, to get a shirt mailed over here in time. You know, I already got some <laughs> LIJ stuff, but it's always Hiromu or LIJ. It's, it's never fully on Naito. I might have to go get one just in case. It's so funny, man. Um all right. Um the semi main event, Kazushko Okada versus Kaito Kiyomiya. Boy, boy, <laughs> are we cooking or what? Man, um, that was awesome. I I caught the clip of this on Twitter. Uh, I did not see all that Yokohama show, but I saw this. I saw this early in the morning. I woke up early this morning. <laughs> yeah, that was that was this, bro. <sighs> there's there's so much about this. Um, yeah, like. I've never seen Okada like this uh, <laughs> as far as like just out of his normal temperament. Like this man's had like scale breaking matches where he's just like looked disinterested and like, you know, just 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 nothing's happening to him um, directly off the heels of his last program that, you know, was a was a dome match. Kind of telling this is like, let's go through it. Kaito Kiyomiya uh, is gets in the ring while Okada has. Um, I don't know. Who oh, hold on. Let me get. Can I give? Can I give the whole lore and backstory, please? Sure. I know. Sure. I know. I know. I know. You, you're not heavy on the lore, but Kaito Kiyomiya um, has long, at times, patterned himself after the Rainmaker. Right. Like you go back to like 2020 or 2021, and you can see some of his gear, and obviously the color scheme is different. But like the robes are, it invokes stuff of like the Rainmaker jackets or whatever else. Obviously, it's not black and purple and red. It's it's more you know silver, black, and, and green and, and and gold at points. But um, you can see that you can see there's something there. Especially when you, when my first time I ever saw him was um, uh, Cyberfight Festival, uh, the tag match he had against uh, Yuki Eno and um, Takeshita. So. Flash forward to uh, last year's night three of um of Russell Kingdom, I think it was in Saitama, and um you know they set up that match, Okada and Tanahashi versus Muto and Kiyomiya, and people talk about how like Kiyomiya has won a match with Okada since like 2020, um and then you have Okada on the other end. Just this fucking bury, fuck. just bury. Look, don't give look, don't give a fuck about uh, Kiyomiya, and Dan don't give a fuck about about Noah. You know, you know, he said we're the Olympic team. They're basically like the JV. I don't watch. I don't follow any of them. When I found out that Muto was there, I was like, Muto's there, really? Like, just just fucking bury the whole promotion, right? Um, and you know the match, the way the match played out, like the person that that that, that died that dies needs to pin is uh, Kiyomiya, and Muto carries him off. And then over the past year, it's been about reinventing. Uh, it's about about the rise of Kiyomiya, like from that failure to, you know, then be able to be the person to actually put away Muto, then you know, put away 
you know, he's more or less slaying drags of his past, like, and also slaying um, Kino, um, and and uh, and then beating him in the rematch at Budokan Hall just recently. Um, so now we get to the point where they have this tag match, and it's it's like the it it, it reminds me a lot in ways of like the um, the beginning of the Moxley and Anna Page stuff, where like you have this top star that's at the top of the, it's the top of the food chain, this big league, and this dude that's just that's below him. And we all see, recognize below him, but like he, he's being disrespectful in a way. Like he's calling him a kid in a way. He didn't call Okada didn't call him a kid. Like Moxie so called him. Might as well have. Uh, but like all Kid Me wants to do is start the match with him. And uh, Omega, I'm sorry, Omega. Okada won't even make eye contact with him. He won't, he won't even look at him. Now even look at his direction. Just like just rolls out and they start the match with Makabe and uh, Inamura. And then uh, Okada gets in and he has him in a rest hold. And. Kimmy gets in and break it up, and he kicks him, and then like Okada just knows some of these kicks, and then eventually Kimmy just reaches back. Look, the you know the supernova reached back and kicked Okada smooth in his fucking forehead, and the only thing that Okada could see at that point was the stars from the galaxy view. <laughs> he fucking kicked him right in his fucking forehead. His face, his forehead swells up like a golf ball's in the middle of his forehead. Uh, Kimmy then goes back to the apron. Okada gets up and he fucking just bull rushes uh, Kimmy on the apron. Kimmy back bumps and hits the barricade. Okada come, gets out on the floor and he just fucking lands big, heavy, hard, hard strikes on his man, beating his ass. And then it goes back and forth and them taking turns beating each other's ass after one also, of them lets, lets off steam and the next one gets held back. Speed. Another one gets up and comes back. It was awesome. Ultra speed, ultra anger in this, yes. ultra emotion. Uh, this looks like you know. This was this, a, this was this, like the best pull. You know what this is. Go ahead. Okada is like, all right. <laughs> it's just this young punk is trying to try me. <laughs> That's all this is. <laughs> like, you know. It, it's not necessarily like, all right, you know, and, and this is the time where Okada has crossed over to like where like it's not like a competitive rivalry here, like with with Okada and Kimia. Like this isn't back in high school where, where they ranking on each other. You know, we used mm-hmm. to do that in high school. This is this motherfucker's trying me like because he wants to be the next me. Right, right. This isn't a Jay White situation where he's just this fucking irritant or whatever. This isn't Kenny Omega where it's just athletic competition to be mm-hmm. the best. This isn't Hiroshi Tanahashi where Okada's the person on the ascent. Right. This isn't Tetsuya Naito where it's just like this other guy who's who who I'm who you're still younger than or whatever right. that is disgruntled and everything. This is In a lazy. lower. Yes, this is a ambitious youngster yep. that's saying, Okada, you need to get the fuck out of the way, which in turn has brought something out of Okada that I don't think anyone ever has. I mean, just, I mean, have you ever seen it? Once you see them in the ring together, right? And you see it's like, okay, they're two, like, classically handsome movie star like, looking. Yeah, I lo- like, I'm a pretty motherfucker dude. too. Yeah, they're man. both pretty boys. They're both pretty. And that's what, that's what man, why this thing went off in the way it did for everybody that, that, that lost their minds about it because like, it was so well done. It's probably the best pull apart big brawl thing I've seen since like the Undertaker Lesnar thing in 2015. And like, and this is actually in the middle of a live match supposed to like, it's, it's not even a match, right? Like this thing got so out of control they had to throw it out which is awesome. 
Like, do you see the cage match rating for this thing? I heard it was like a nine or something. Just it's like an eight point six something. Like, I'm sorry, it's not a four and a three. It's not a near four and three quarter star match, but like, it's a super high angle. That's how much people are into this, right? They like they like the angle so much. They like they're gonna pretend it's actually it was a match or whatever. Except it's just an angle, but um, like it, it's a lot of the. Okada's what, 35, 34? 34, 35, right. something like, like that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the, you know, we're we're definitely not no we're definitely long, no longer in the front uh nine of his career. 35. We're definitely at the beginning of okay, we're definitely at the beginning of the back nine of his career, right? And, you know, all of a sudden there's another guy, different promotion, but it's like there's a lot of similarities. <laughs> and it has Yo. to annoy him that there's somebody as great as Okada is that there's a lot of similarities that there is like all of a sudden there's a there's some what five or five eleven to six foot one version of himself out there hey. that can move that can move like a bushi in, in, in spots like that has to you bother know, him. Look, you, you know what this sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the match that was just semi men in Tokyo Dome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and like, so that, kind of about to execute, right? And like the thing that made it, as I mentioned, like the similarities, like the looks, both with the manicure, perfect blonde hair, and then they go out there and they beat the shit out of each other. And by the time, and then by the time they get to, uh, they get to the, the the actual like, uh, you know, this is for the photo shoot. This is what's going to be on Shoe Pro. Like they're both, what, what are they doing? They're both at each other's, uh, they're nah, both at Club each other, grab each other by their fucking again. hair. And it's like, that's exactly what it's about. They're both pretty boys and they think the other one's soft. And they're both trying to prove that they're the toughest pretty boy around. Like, that's, that's, that's it's, it's a so lot of funny. that. And I, I, and like, you know, normally it's, it takes a, it takes a pretty boy to be put with a uggo, if you will, or a type of monster to prove how tough they are. In this case, it was just like, hey, these two handsome young dudes are gonna go out there and scrap it out. And, it, and like funny. you know, for that particular crowd with the amount of uh, of a female demographic in that crowd, like they're definitely gonna be into this. And like, I don't know if you heard the American or the uh, the English commentary from New Japan. Kevin Kelly was great. And by great, I mean completely biased and completely pro New Japan. And it's and that man said that don't be mad at Okada because you can't get over Kaito. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it's, this was this was a Don Callis type job right there. The way the way he was so like partisan for one side, it was so great. It was never the part of like all he wants to do is wrestle this dude that he modeled himself after and test stuff against, and a, and the dude won't won't come see him. It's piss him off. It was none of that. It was like you're just a punk. You're just a punk. And it was great. So um, oh, you know shit. they're gonna have. Well, I ain't never fun. seen Okada shaking up like this, man. No, like, they're gonna I, have a fucking it's... banger. They're yeah, like was... they're gonna have a banger. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I might, I might be riding with Kaito on this, man. You know, look, we'll man, see. I all I don't know. I'm not rooting for either one of them because I like both of them a lot. Like you know, uh, over the last you know, Kaito's the champion. He's gonna win, but yeah, oh yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kaito's the champion too. So yeah, well, well, one's yeah. the champion of New Japan Pro Wrestling, other was the champion that's of Pro Wrestling true. Noah in 2023. Like we know who's going yeah. to win here. That's Look, not the problem. That's, that's true. They 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 could do that start and finish. <laughs> I don't know what the time limit is. Maybe it's a 30 minute time limit. Maybe it is. Um, yeah. Look. I'm not. I'm not against them um, having multiple matches this year. You know, think about think about you know all the things people have said about Okada and the idea of him being champion again. And who does he have to wrestle? And he just wrestled Naito three times last year, and you know he's already he's wrestled J Tom J a few times. 
He's wrestled Shingo, or he's about to wrestle Shingo for the fifth time. He's wrestled Osprey like seven times already. Who's he going to wrestle? Well, if he's going to wrestle Kaito Kiyomiya, sign me the fuck up. This is a fresh matchup. Like, this yeah. is this is the interesting, <clears throat> interesting things you can do when you're out here and you're doing interpersonal stuff with people. And, like, we're going to go through the rest of this card, and you're going to see a bunch of, like, cool things on this card. And, like, hats out to, or hats off to Muto for however he pulled this off. But, like, this is a really fun card. This is a really yeah. interesting, this is a really fun, like, card for just a, just someone that, like, enjoys Japanese pro wrestling all around. Um, Hiromu Takahashi will be taking on Amakusa, who I just saw a clip of, apparently. So, that young man is an athletic marvel and yeah. look like he doesn't give a fuck either. So this yeah. could be excellent as well. Yes. Um, the Noah became, Jr. champion. We, we, yep. This is the ROPW match right here. Yep. Recently became acquainted with him um, at Budokan Hall. Um, his match, uh, his title defense he had was one of those matches like, you know, don't Noah fans don't really care about the junior wrestling, but their match was so good and they worked so hard that after like, you know, an April, after a floor fall, uh, they eventually got around to 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 really enjoying their match, but after they kept sat on their hands for forever. But like, really good wrestler, really good wrestler. I don't know, don't know where he tops out. I don't know where it was Pecanors, but like, he is impressive from what I've seen of him. And him in there with Aromu, I think they're going to go out there and do something uh, very fun. Because um, because yeah. at the end of the day, regardless of how much uh, Aromu may have slowed down from being a, a wild person after breaking his neck, he still is a great quality <laughs> wrestler. So it's going to be fun. So we've got the the Booker Man match here. We've got um, <laughs> Nasawa Ron guys final matches: Nasawa and Mazada versus Taiji Ishimori and Gato. Um, <laughs> let the Bookers go in there, and, and uh, what Booker wants to, wants to lose the other. I think Gato goes over. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think Gato goes over. Yeah, <laughs> gotta keep gotta keep it a running theme of New Japan goes over. Like, look, do you, do you pick Amasuka to beat to beat Hiromu? Because I didn't. No, yeah. no, I, I, yeah. I'm going to take Hiromu Takahashi here. Um, as far as Nosawa, um, Zach in the, in the um, comments is saying good riddance to Nosawa. So um, let, look at Nosawa getting a four from the top on, on Muto's last show, get, get, getting that check, this that good check. Yeah, you know, I, what I'll say is this, you know, uh, with Muto seemingly leaving Noah this year, uh, with with uh, Nasawa possibly out like this in the and like you know some of these some of the stuff they've done with in promotional stuff with New Japan including this like they're a lot harder than they were for me uh, uh last year even while I thought like they had a, a really impressive top four of wrestlers like they're doing cool things right now I mean that's all you really ask for for wrestling promotion like when they got talented people are you gonna put them in place to do cool things that's what they're doing right now. So we got an All Japan versus Noah trios match. We got Kento Miyahara, Suwama, and Yuma Aoyagi versus Kongo. That's going to be Kano, Kasuhiko Nakajima, Manabu Soya. Um, I'm going to take Noah. Noah's got to get some wins yep. here somewhere. Yep. So we're just, yep. whoever's smaller, they're going under. <laughs> yeah. But and, um, there, seeing Kento Miyahara in there against these guys, apparently he has some history with uh, Kano and um, I think, uh, you know, Nakajima. Yeah, Nakajima. Well. I don't well, know what it so. is, but I heard about it. And that, that that's interesting. But like the main thing is like, I you know, Kizumi Hara is kind of like the at this point like the 2015 AJ Styles where it's like I've heard the name plenty of times, heard plenty of good things, and never seen him. Like I, I get a chance to see him now. 
Um, yep. Not to say that like I can't go find him somewhere, but like I just is never gotten around to see him and heard rep, heard great things as far as reputation. So I'm interested to see. Uh, it should see him in there with like you know three quality wrestlers. It's two of them that are great. We've got Dragon Gate versus Noah. It's going to be Shun, Skywalker, Kai, and Diamante against uh, Namichi Marafuji, Ninja Mac, and El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. So, yep, this should go off as well. You know, yep. It's kind of like a, they're probably going to do, you know, a Dragon Gate six man here. Um, yep. I think I will take, oh, uh, Marafuji's not losing. Um, yeah, I'll take the Noah guys here. Yeah. Um, and should, like you know, that's one the thing that I thought was really cool is like you get Ninja Mac in there with Dragon Gators, like yeah, he should he like he should that's be like, in Dragon Gate, you know, he should be in Dragon Gates, but he's in Noah getting over. So yeah, like that's gonna be fun. Like I can't wait to see him in uh, in Shun in there together. So yeah, um, we also got the what they're calling the World Warrior Battle. So this is gonna be Takashi Segura, Toshi Kojima, and Timothy Thatcher against the good looking guys Jake Lee. Jack Morris and Anthony Green. Anthony Green is doing a J-O-B. Yep. 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 And that's perfectly fine. That's what he's there for. He's the butt of the joke. Like, the whole gimmick is, their gimmick is called, they're good-looking guys. He's the unattractive one. <laughs> um, next, we have the dramatic dream future. So, um, we're going to have, uh, this looks like a bunch of DDT guys here. So, it's Shuma... Katsumata, Mao, who's been popping up on the U.S. Indies doing crazy shit. Okay. Uh, Tui Kojima and Yuki Ueno, who we've seen before against yep. Tetsuya Endo, Hideki Okatani, Yuya Kuroku, and Takeshi Masada. I think I'm doing all right. Just I, 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 I think you are. I think right? you are. For the first time. I, I think you are. Right. <laughs> All right, like people be like, you don't know these names. Like, it's my first time ever seeing their names. I've never yeah. seen them else before. Like, this is like one of the is not gonna pretend like we've seen these people if we haven't seen them or we know how to pronounce names. We don't know how to announce them. We're just doing our best. Um, yeah. so yeah, like you know, you ain't know, yep, to see in those raw, you can in those very damn good. Like, I'm you know, those two, those two that I know, so I'm interested I, to I see saw, the rest I of them. I saw Mal do a um, he did a all in one sequence, pretty much. It was a Hurricanrana off the top rope okay. to somebody. They were sailing on the ground. He hits the ropes, runs to the other ropes like Manami Toyota, jumps to the top rope, and then does a Phoenix Flash off of that jump. And I was like, <laughs> Jesus, this brother, some some else. Like, <laughs> well, well, something tells me that um that given this particular placement, you will not be seeing pheromones in in the in the ass to mouth wrestling. You will be seeing the. They'll be Real? you'll be seeing them trying to showcase that they have great wrestling and they're not just a joke. So we got the new explosion. So this is a Stinger, uh, Ita, Yoshinari Ogawa, Hayate, Daga, and Chris Ridgeway taking on at Sushi Kotoge, Yohei, Seki uh, Yoshioka, and Alejandro, and Junta Miyaki. Uh, oh, that one's fucking me up. <laughs> Junta, Junta Miyaki. Okay, yeah, Mia Miyawaki. Sorry. Okay, so uh, Yoshioka, he's raw. Um, like, I wish he was. A, I would before before or, like in the middle of last year, or, or like I wish he had never lost the uh, the junior championship. He, he's really good. Um, I like. I wanted to see a Yoshioka versus uh, Ninja Mac match. Never mm. happened though, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, like 
you know, Thatcher, Thatcher in the right position, he's good. Obviously, you know, Segura gun. Oh, I'm sorry, we're looking at the wrong match. I'm looking at a completely wrong match. Um, where are we at now? We are at. We are at the new explosion. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so Ogawa, you know, Ogawa's old, but like he's a tag match, he can make it work. He's fine. Uh, he's he just looks terrible in the ring because he's because he looks because he's like in his fifties. <laughs> but whatever, and he has a terrible Zubaz gear. But whatever, like Yate, he's okay. Chris Ridgeway. It's weird, like, it's almost like if, he's good, but it's almost like if you've seen Kyle O'Reilly, or you've seen Daniel Bryan, or you've seen, like, any of these, like, you know, striker submission specialists, whatever else, he's not gonna leap off the page to you, but he's solid as fuck. Uh, but, but he is good, but it's like, if, it, 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 but you've seen versions of him before. But, mm-hmm. so, I... So either you'll be un- you'll kind of be like oh okay or you like you'll be like he's familiar so like I like him I think that I think it's what'll come down to it with him um, and then like Yohei's really good Yoshioka is really good Alejandro's really good which is, but Alejandro makes me laugh because like it's it's like some Ultimo Dragon shit because like that dude like come on like Ultimo Dragon Alejandro you you guys are Japanese. What are you doing? What's happening? What's going on? What, what are you doing here? But but either way they're still really good and um but. You know, there's plenty of good guys on there, so I think that'll be a decent match. But, um, you know, it's early in the card, so it's going to be one of those cl- crowd pleasers and get out there, qu- get get in and get out quickly. So don't expect anything special. So we got the TJPW match, TJPW Spark. So we got Miu, um, Yamashita, uh, Yuka Sakazaki, Rika Tatsumi, and Shogo Nakajima against Mizuki, Makiito, Miu, Watanabe, and Yuki Arai. <laughs> Yuki Arai is, is the biggest shining example of a pin eater on this entire card. Damn. Rich, go name that first team again. Uh, we got Miyu, um, Yamashita, uh, Yuka Sakazaki, Rika Tatsumi, and Shoko Nakajima. Okay, the current POP champion is Yuka. The champion okay. before her was Shoko Nakajima. The champion before her was... Uh, Miyu Yamashita. The champion for her was Rika Tatsumi. They got the last four champions all on the same team. <laughs> you know, Golden State Warriors. Who, who do you, you think's know, going Miami to win? Super team. Right, right. Um, and then on the other side is Mizuki and, and Ito and um, Yuki Arai. I think who's it with Yuki Arai? And, That's and funny. Then, it's like they, 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 they did this shit as a cast. Oh, Miyu Watanabe. <laughs> A cast system? You yes. Stupid. Yeah. Like, you look at it. Look at it, you right? You draw a line. The POP, like, the POP division, and then the I, and then the IP division. Yep. Right? Like, you, know, we know, you, know, you have an idea that, like, in the long run, they want Yuki Rai to be eventually the I, the IP champion, right? And that's fine. But it, she might be a year away because, you know, she does, she's actually an active idol. So, like, she doesn't wrestle all the time like everybody else does. Um, and she's the weakest of the eight wrestlers. Um... So yeah, like she don't get pinned. She might catch a you know crush rabbit heat and get her fucking dome um uh need off by by me you or whatever else. But it is what it is. It should be fun. Um, I expect to get more than six minutes. I bet that. Mm. I am trying to figure out how we watch this thing. Um, so there's one more match. It's gonna be Masakita yeah. Mia. Um, Daiki Inaba against Yoshi Yoshiki Inamura uh, and Yatsuka Yano. I know Inamura is like a big aggressive hoss. This is a, this uh, is an opening is match. Awesome. Ta- this is an opening hoss tag match. That's what that is. 
That's all that is. Like it is not too different from what they did um, on the pre-show with uh, the Ishi match on Yokohama on the Yokohama show just uh, this weekend, where like they had um, uh, they had uh, Inaba, I believe, and they had uh, Ishi, and they basically just brawl to the back, right? And that was it. That was most of the match. But um, yeah, like fun card. It's a fun card up and yeah. down. Yeah, definitely want to watch this. I'm trying to figure out how you do it. Uh, since Noah's involved, I tend to think there's like an amoeba pay per view yep. connection. So, um, and then there's also the possibility because of like the the heavy New Japan thing, it might be on World on pay per view too. Yeah, hopefully it's on World on pay per view because like that was, I just buy it the same way I bought uh, her store crossover. Yeah. So, um, besides that, you know, um. I guess uh, before we get to uh, the next thing, I wanted to mention uh, I do have a new album uh, that has come out, which is Dream Machine Act One. Uh, I got it up on. Uh, we'll put the link in the uh, show notes for this. Nine tracks on it. Uh, there will be a part two to come uh, in April. Uh, that will be out as well, and then the end of the year will be one lifetime. So I'm going three albums in a year. You know, DMX did two. Uh, I'm gonna do three. <laughs> So <laughs> um, I'm going to drop the link uh, in the chat uh, for anybody that wants to check it out. Uh, basically, I did a, a page you want models. So if you want to check it out for free, um, you can do that as well. If you want to show extra love, um, you know, had a lot of people uh, showing love uh, so far uh, and more than like I had imagined. So um, shout out to everybody that has already checked out check the album out um you can throw whatever you want to throw on it it's up to you you can throw a dollar you can throw 10 you can throw 50 you can throw 150 i ain't gonna stop you or whatever uh, just come through and uh check out the music so um besides that you know um what do we have next <sighs> wwe wanting stone cold steve austin uh to face roman reigns my god um james do they have any other ideas i mean they're aside idea- from going back to it, bro, uh, going I mean, back to what was this uh 2023 25 so, years ago literally austin won the title for the first time 25 years ago yeah um look i'm a I think Stone Cold Steve Austin should be able to do whatever he wants. I, I this would normally go against everything I would advocate for, right? But I think the thing for me is Roman Reigns is nowhere near the most interesting opponent for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who do you nowhere think near John Cena, one hundred percent because of the promos. The promos, the the natural like clash of like eras, like where he was directly after like the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. They were they were in the shadows and stuff like that, and really do like good promos like that. Austin versus Roman is just like this is more Roman Reigns legacy fluff that will not take. Like if everyone you've already fed Roman Reigns like doesn't make him what you think he is. Feeding Stone Cold Steve Austin to him isn't going to do the thing. I guess we're going to have to dig up Andre the Giant and do that next. Um, you know, who else can we pull? Bruno, wake him up. You Hogan. know, Hogan, can he get cleared? And can he take the spear? Can he take a Superman punch? Like, put them all out there together. Have have them face Roman in a handicap match if you want to do it like that. 
Roman Reigns. Like it's Jericho, like it's Jericho versus like uh yes. like yeah. Snooker and, and Steamboat. Yes. And Piper. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Like Austin and Reigns, like I don't even like their their whole things like like Roman Reigns isn't selling any ass. Like he's not about to look stupid for Austin at any point. So that's just from a uh, aesthetic standpoint, doesn't make a ton of sense for me. But I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think he do can do what he wants. He should be making money from WWE literally forever. They they should be like, and, and I'm not talking about just off merchandise and you know back catalog shit. It's like no, y'all need to be sending this man of a twenty million dollar check every year. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, if you only book one person to be the top star, then you end up with having to do stuff like this. And <clears throat> and for the most part, with the fact that like there's been a split in fandom from like people basically like leaving the droves with the AEW thing and kind of just like you know paying passive attention to WWE, like the fan base they have left, I think they'll be into this to some extent. Um, and like this idea of getting Austin back to do a, you know do a second show, like. That's cool and everything. Like, why I not? Mean, seeing as like, how Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, you know, head to head last year outdrew Roman Reigns, you know, I think they, maybe they have a storyline over that. Yes, yes, that that maybe. Who knows how what they'll come up with? Um, but uh, and maybe we're being too far ahead of ourselves because like it's 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 the assumption that like if he's coming back it has to be because like the rock said he's not doing it so you have to find somebody for for roman so we're all assuming it's gonna be <laughs> that like when it when we hear that like they reach out to austin for something it has to be roman maybe we're too far we're getting too far ahead of ourselves i mean that's a, i think that's it's a safe a, bet i think it's a safe bet like that's what um, they said like they pitched him like the roman thing you know and i i would agree like as far as like you know if you can't get rock like then it's like they're scrambling and gambling playing yeah. on mandolins and, and violins and, <laughs> and i could have sworn that like i don't i was trying to find it but like i could have swore i said this to you at some point like in the last like month or two this like if rock can't do it they may as well just call Austin because austin actually is able is available to do this shit well yeah we, we we've seen them work out videos on, on instagram you ain't fooling nobody austin you know. So, um, you know, like, we'll see where it goes, but um, they're doing two nights again, right? Yes. Um, you know, it, this is WWE. It, just like tonight. Tonight is the 30-year Raw anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about the past. <laughs> so my question is because, like, once it turned, once they went to WrestleMania 30, they stopped numbering them because Vince was like, now it dates the, it dates the promotion. It makes it seem old, like... Like when they get to the thirty, so when we get to like you know five years from now, what they do? Will they actually say it's Raw thirty five, or will they just just say it's Raw the Raw anniversary? What will they do? Well, th- to this year they did Raw is XXX. Well, that's still so 30. like thirty, you know. Yeah, right. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. But I don't know. I, I like I said. I feel like Stone Cold Steve Austin should be able to do whatever he wants. He has not abused him, his himself thus far, as far as like coming back a million times to where it's like, all right, man, get this this dude the fuck out of here, like the Undertaker or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's and he's like on another stratosphere from the Undertaker, right? Um, but yeah, man, strap up Austin. I mean, I don't give a fuck. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like I don't. 
chaos. <laughs> let, let the chaos ensue. So, correct me if I'm wrong, next year, next year is WrestleMania 40, right? It is. Even though they don't acknowledge it as 40. Like, why can't, like, Austin win and then, like, Austin gives the win back to, uh, to, to, to Roman at WrestleMania 40 and they basically do what they did with, with, uh, with Rock and Cena and they have, uh, Austin at the end, like, you know, raise his hand and give him the, you know, do twice in a lifetime, Rock and Cena, or Rock and, uh, Roman. I'm sorry, Austin and Roman. Boy, that would suck. <laughs> Rich, they don't have they don't have any better ideas what to do with Roman on these big at these biggest shows of the year. You would you think know. that if you're your biggest star on the biggest show of the year, you have better ideas on what to do with these people, but they don't. Well, I mean, the biggest if he's the biggest star, he's not even the best thing in his own storyline right now. So, like, I, I'm questioning like how you make this guy interesting because like. If he's not going to give anything to anybody and it's just domination, maybe the other option should be the WrestleMania main event is Roman Reigns making his entrance and holding the belts up and, and spinning around a circle of poses for for 15 minutes and then leaving to the music. Maybe that should be the WrestleMania main event. I could have sworn I've seen somebody actually propose that. I did. I saw that as well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. like, it. I, like I was gonna swear. Like that's that's not something exactly like some uh, some some new idea you just came up with. I've heard someone no. say that. Like so, yeah, man. Like whatever. They have no ideas. They have no new ideas. Look, I can't even I can't even take the Sami Zayn thing seriously because like their own fans don't actually want to see Sami Zayn win. They want him. <laughs> like, to, they want him to team up with the person he's teamed up with literally five years ago, right? Like. Like does that does that not lost on people? Like WrestleMania 2018, him and Kevin Owens were heels teaming against Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, and like they wanted to team up and win the tag team titles. Finally, it's like this shit is like is way better done, but it's like this shit ain't too dissimilar from like the Sasha and Bailey shit. Then they fucked up that all uh, and wasted too much time on that one. It's like if y'all are into it, cool. But like you want to see him as tag champions. Okay, like that's, that's the payoff. Didn't like, all this? All this for the tag titles, right? The ta- no one cares a fuck about the tag titles in WWE. <sighs> the only reason why people care about them now is because like they they acted like this is a part of the legacy of not the Usos but Roman Reigns in the in the, in the, in the head of the house uh, head of the household head of the table yeah. thing is like so. All right, so like, how does it distinguish like the Usos from like any of the other title reigns they've had? It doesn't. Other than they're just. Like goons for the top guy. Okay, cool. Whatever. Whatever. And then you add Cody in. Man. What is Cody going to do at WrestleMania? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Not win a belt. That ain't like they announced him early, and then the fir- and then like the first thing I heard people say was like, "Hey, are they got the Batista him to Sammy Sammy Zayn's Daniel Bryan?" I was like, "Wait a second. I didn't realize that people were actually into uh, Sami Zayn in that way. Especially now we're talking about like, him being the tag champions. Same. Yeah, so it's... Look, they, look th- this shit is stupid, right? Because it's like, all right, man, y'all y'all pull, y'all pull, trying to pull these strings to, to, to root him to the tag team championships, right? But I feel like there are so many people that are pulling this thing in so many different ways. They're going to act like it's like that's the destination, the tag team titles, right? But if you're telling me Sammy Zayn is the one that makes this whole thing great, and the Why main fucking guy, single, yeah. right? And the main fucking guy is Roman Reigns that's involved in this, right? 
what are we doing here? This is Eugene trying to in- impress Triple H. Like, <laughs> I, like, what are we doing, man? Stop this. <sighs> so I don't know. Good Jesus. Um, and, yeah, and the thing is, like, we're talking about all this. And, like, the Rumble is this weekend. The Royal Rumble is this weekend. Um, I wish Gunther could just look. I wish Gunther could just win it. In, in, I mean. You know, it actually like rise up, you know, but uh, apparently not. Um, do you think they're ever gonna do that match? Gunther versus Roman, you think they're ever gonna do that match? No, because like, because like, unless Walter's turning babyface right now, they're not gonna do this for many years, it seems like, because. What incentive do they have to mess with Roman Reigns right now? In in his alignment, I don't know how to mess up his alignment. Like Gunther's not like someone to upset like the apple cart as far as like how over Roman Reigns is going to be or not. Like it's a good ass match, and y'all are out of like fresh ideas for opponents. Pick a new, pick somebody else. Know who he feels like, kind of. It feels like he's like Jade with the TBS belt and out the way. <laughs> he's in his own world and he's having these hard ass matches, like with Sheamus and you know the Brutes and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's doing all this shit away from the bloodline. Like you you had the fucking Imperium niggas in the fucking match at War Games without him. Like <laughs> so you know. Like what? What is this? Like I, mm. I, I, I am confused here. Um, yeah, man. Um, lots of activity in the comments uh, right now. Um, gonna go through this. Um, Sammy getting the consolation prize from Brewhaven. Well, that's Zach been his Monty. whole career in, in on the roster. So <laughs> Cody looks like a fool for leaving now. Uh, I, I, I think he, I think he did his best. The best best thing he could like, because if his, he stays if, in AEW, he's still he's he's going right. down. If he don't turn, he's just if Cody's know. object like actual objective in pro wrestling is to be a mark in a belt mark. Then like I guess maybe yeah sure, but like and the thing is like be a babyface that doesn't get like shitty responses and like have fresh matchups and um like actually have the crowd into you as a babyface. Then like I think he made the right decision for himself. Like, it sucks that he got hurt, but like everything right up until the, everything up until he got hurt was like was going on point for him. He made the right decision for this podcast, you know. Well, that too, you know. Yeah, he, he got the fuck out of here, like literally, <laughs> like go over there, like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody Fender win the title off some bullshit. Adam Pierce fuckery and not actually wrestle Roman and defend versus Seth at WrestleMania. Jesus Christ! Oh, that's another one. Like, do like are people still hung up on like they want to see Seth versus Roman at WrestleMania too? You'll get the uh, you get the. I I, I, I hear that the least, but that's but that's one thing that I do hear. But I hear that least out of all the things of Sammy or Cody. Yeah, he's like the third option. Actually, the fourth option behind or fifth now that is Austin and and then The Rock. Like he's the fifth option. All right. This wouldn't even be a dark elevation level storyline. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the cage match got cut. Oh, wow. They, yeah. So what they, cage had, match? they had um, advertised Becky versus Bailey in a cage match. They set the cage up and everything. 
and then didn't do the match on Raw tonight. Yeah, and they then had like, it, they had it up in the air suspended, yes. and then they cut it. Yes, and then Bailey sent it tweets out like "Ha ha, gotcha," and all this shit. I'm like, that's stupid, Bailey. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, retro. What is it? Why are why are like why are heels in pro wrestling so bad at like like I don't get it. Like what? Like they're not actually like make you upset. Do you want to see get punched in the face? They're just like they're just annoying. Well, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I mean annoying in a stupid way. It was like no no actual person actually acts like this. Like you're just a cartoon a, villain. Like not even a cartoon villain. Just like an irritant. Like they're all about, they're, they're, like none of them are none of them are actually like Thanos. All of them are Pat Beverly. I don't know. It's just a, it's weird. I, it's a it's a creativity thing. I think for a lot of people because like they're I feel like they'll say well you won't let us get real heat you know and that's like like Kevin Owens or Tommaso Ciampa or or Kitty Omega or like like there's two different two examples of good heels over the last decade for people to be like no one like what about this whole like display case I have of these people no no okay Like no, sorry, you're, Corbin. Just you're not just not a, a good wrestler. It is. Well, what it I'm, is. I'm just not as talented as those people, so I can't figure it out. So I need to, you know, use the good old reliables. You know, you know. Meanwhile, Chris Jericho, you know, can can figure it out. Another one, right? Um, Retrogram. This cage match shit is so fucking nasty. WWF has had eight minutes of women's matches in the last eight hours of main roster TV. Wow, is is it time to to, re- to really talk about this yet? Like, is like. Can, can, can I just say WWE doesn't care about women's wrestling and, and not be like lambasted for it? I mean, like, to be fair, you could like just say what? they don't care about wrestling. Period. <laughs> just leave you, it at that. That works for me. <laughs> like, like, I, th- I think I think you're being a little bit too like uh, what do you call it? Um, you're being I'm a little a small too like, minded here. Yeah, like <laughs> think bigger. Yeah, think bigger. <laughs> They're, they're dusting off a nigga that's damn near 60 to be man of Vinci WrestleMania against their top guy. And what are you doing? They saw Keiji Muto, you know, Muto Austin, same age, you know. Bald, damn near 60, dunzo for knees. Yeah, bring him out. Same same thing, you know. All Austin need is like some alternate persona, you know, uh, you know, some face paint on him, so. Seamus oh. Nova said, I prefer the Kaito Kid Mia style of getting hit by kicking people in the face. <laughs> I mean, it's only certain place you can get away with that kind of shit. I don't think you can actually do that in WWE and get away with that. Like, can you imagine if, like, can you imagine, right, Roman Reigns has somebody in a rest hold, and I don't know. Hell, I mean, think about what just happened with the Kevin Owens thing of uh, Hell in the Cell or whatever else. About he slapped yeah. him and he, and, uh, people, or he got heat or whatever else. Imagine if you just kicked him in the forehead with a with a with a non uh, kick padded boot and split him. Right, that would be that would be a whole different thing, right? And obviously, it's different styles, or whatever else. But at this point, like these are people handle this a totally different way. We handle it a totally different way. Not saying one's right, one's wrong. Like, obviously, if you're going to kick somebody in the face, you better have uh, someone's, like, uh, blessing to kick them in the face. Otherwise, you're disgusting. But, um, yeah, man, it's just, it's just different. Just a different world. Totally different worlds. Yeah, man. Um, so. Austin hitting the beer mist. <laughs> the Coors beer mist. <laughs> Oh man, so um, yeah, man. I, I guess we talk about AW. Um, James, I don't think he, James saw this show, but 
This is just I'm like spoiling a, all of it though. So go ahead. Okay, this show. When you look at it on paper, you're, you're just like, oh, that should be good. That should be good. That should be good. But you're just like, mm, okay. Just especially like compared to the last couple weeks, uh, mm-hmm. the on paper lineup and the execution of it. And then they roll out and it's like, yeah, I got three matches. I give at least four stars to. And then like one of them, I would probably give four and a half. And then the other one's like four and a quarter. Like, I'm like, and like this is just happening every week on Dynamite now. Um, the last like two months have been fucking phenomenal um for uh the storytelling for the match quality uh this has just been an insane run uh for this promotion so opened up with orange cassie versus jay lethal um we got the um on tribute uh we got the tribute graphic for jay briscoe everyone on the show is pretty much wearing jay briscoe armbands um orange cassie and jay lethal had a had a fun match uh they didn't try to go out there and you know do their or super match or anything, but um, this was okay. Um, they they banned Jarrett uh, Dutt and Satnam Singh from the from ringside. Uh, there was some comedy stuff with Danhausen getting the guitar from Double J and acting like he was playing it. Uh, he was playing like he was an usher, uh, and you know they had like tickets and shit like that. And Beretta and Taylor in the crowd, um, <clears throat> basically. Um, the whole thing is like, you know, they can't get involved or, or Sanjay Dutt is going to be fired. So they kept teasing like they were actually going to get involved. And Sanjay Dutt was like, hey, man, you can't do this. Like, I'll, I'll be fired. And um, it was pretty funny. Um, ended up with Orange hitting Lethal with the Orange Punch for the win. Uh, he's defended the All-Atlantic title a lot of times already. So, yeah. like, I don't, you know, I, th- I think he's defended it more than anyone has ever defended a belt uh, in AW. So, I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I think it's, I saw something like eleven defenses or something like that. So, um, yeah, he definitely him. he definitely was treating it like it was like you know the early kind of you know idea of the TNT title. Yeah, eleven yeah. defenses build mafia says yep. Um, so we got the young bucks um, taking on Top Flight. Um, so uh, Matt and Nick came out uh, and Top Flight came out, and this is another awesome match. This was like when I was done, I was like, well. That the young boys just kind of roll out of bed and do this. Like this is their first tag match since they dropped the tag team championships to Swerve in Our Glory. Of course, they've been competing in the trios division and Top Flight essentially um, come out here and you know they they do all the fast paced match match uh, the counters and uh, you know anything you can do I can do better countering Bucks kind of work heel but you know they're not. Um, they're 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 wrestling they're baby faces, but they're kind of like leaning heel kind of to get the match over mm-hmm. and um and top flight's like doing a lot of great athletic stuff and they're, they're really shining the spotlight on on dante or yeah Don, dante's taking what he wants and then Dari- they're trying to highlight darius um so the whole thing like um you know this is just this kind of a classic bucks match this wasn't like one of the higher peaking matches i think these two teams could probably do a better match but i would probably go like maybe four stars on this one, four and a quarter uh, in between there. Um, there were some, you know, Doomsday Destroyers. They did some uh, Briscoe's tribute spots. Uh, the Bucks did. Bucks both both had the Jay Briscoe armbands on. Um, and besides that, uh, uh, Top Flight ended up getting the win um, when Darius rolled up uh, Matt and basically, like, locked him up in a victory roll kind of thing so uh, people were kind of tipping this off before this happened because bucks are kind of competing in trios right now uh they got the championships uh some people were thinking this may be a way to to get like a 
A.R. Fox and Dante Martin, uh, Darius Martin against uh, the Elite in a trios match would probably be pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, Bucks with the clean job here. Will, are people going to act like this didn't happen on national television, James? Probably, yeah. Okay, I'm just checking. Um, so <laughs> we had uh, the acclaim uh, were scheduled to speak, but the guns came out uh, instead. They said they're the best tag team in the world. Uh, they talked about how they uh, embarrassed the acclaim last week. Uh, they said they made the acclaim popular. They even gave them their dad, which was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> the acclaim came out and uh, basically uh, Max was trying to rap, but the guns tried to stop him. But Max did his thing anyway. Um, and eventually, like, you know, they, they started brawling out there, but Billy Gunn came out there and broke him up, told the claim to act like champions. He said he was sick of his kids. Uh, and they're basically going to have family therapy next week. So, hmm. All right. <laughs> Sounds like an attitude era uh, skit. We'll see how it goes, though. Because, I mean, some of those things were good. Like, I mean, that's what got, you know, the, the air management stuff is what got Daniel Bryan over, like, all the way over. So, we'll see how this goes. So uh, we had another uh, we had an interview with Hangman Page and Renee. This was excellent. Excellent. Um, So they're kind of it's like informal. Renee doesn't even have a mic. So they're just kind of like backstage and it's kind of like a new kind of style. It seemed like um, he said he's, he feels he basically asked Hamid how he's doing. He said he feels fine that, uh, after, you know, his one with Mox he said he did what he had to do by knocking Moxley out cold to win the match and he happily do it again. Uh, he talked about, uh, you know, having some tough conversations and he wanted to mend fences um, with, with people kind of like hinting, hinting at the at, maybe reconciling with the elite. He's show he's showing concern from Moxley to Renee. He's like asking him, asking her how is he doing? And there's kind of that awkwardness of like Renee is still trying to do her job and like kind of like tell him like, you know, he's fine. He's all right. But like there's like someone with hangman kind of showing vulnerability with it and uh just wondering like, you know, is this guy all right that, that basically got the same shit that happened to me. You know, I just went through this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I hope I hope he's straight. And, uh, Any chance it feels like he's almost regretful because he was like, you know, for like a, for a month and a month and a half, he was like, you know, pissed off of what happened to him. And now he wanted to do it to to someone else. And now that he's done it. He's like, I know what he's going through. Yeah, that that's exactly it. OK, uh, this this was awesome. Like, this, okay. like Paige is like the best baby face in wrestling. Like it's it's like he's he's phenomenal. Um, and I think there were. uh like I, I just can't wait to see where this goes next. And uh, maybe they move Heyman in a different direction right now until Moxley gets back. But um, this is still going on. This, this is really cool. So uh, Ricky Sarks and Hager, um, this was okay. Um, not really too much here. Starks uh, got a clean win here. So he basically has gone through Jericho. He's gone through Hager. Um, this was just, uh, you know, a sports entertainment match, but uh, Ricky's getting a lot of wins here, so good for him. Um, let's see. After that, we had one hell of a match. Um, pulling up this this uh, thing here, uh, we had. Oh, excuse me. I don't know why my I'm looking at my recap and it has disappeared. 
I believe it is Brian Danielson versus. Oh, no, no. We got a quick recap video um, for Adam Cole. Uh, they basically highlighted his, um, you know, uh, com- comments from last week. Did some new comments that he's going to run over anybody gives him his way. Um, after that, we had Jericho backstage. He was fired up. And he basically was like, nah, man, fuck this. Uh, we tired of Ricky Stars. All he d- he's just beating us over and over again. And next week, uh, I want a tag team match. Uh, me and Sammy Guevara, we're going to face Starks and Ashton Andretti. Uh, Daniel Garcia said he wants to be Jericho's partner. And he was like, all right. Uh, Sammy was like, that's a great idea. And he said, hey, I'll give you my spot if you can beat Action Andretti on Rampage. He did not beat Action Andretti on Rampage. Um, and he gave, he's like, yo, I even got you some ring gear. And Sammy Guevara handed that man some leather pants, and that shit was hilarious. That's <laughs> where I, I saw him in some, in some long leather pants. I was like, what is this? Okay, that's what that's yeah. from. All right. Yeah, that shit is like funny as fuck. Up next, we got the best match of the night. Brian Danielson versus Bandito. Nigga. <laughs> um, okay, so two things. Match was incredible, right? The person the crowd wanted to win was Bandito. They were cheering for him way louder than they were cheering for Danielson. Um, of course. I mean, that's what happens in like these Moxley or Takeshita matches. Like you're wrestling the bigger stars. Like the stars are trying to get the other guy, the guy under this, the lesser star over in these matches. I don't, or you don't like feel that way. I, I don't feel like that's what's going on here. Like I, I think it's like all right. Like I think the person they were more into was Bandito, and I believe they were in Fresno, California, if I'm not mistaken. So it wasn't like you know. They weren't doing this match in, in uh, Mexico City, Mexico, or anything like that. So um, I don't know, man. Like, I it, it's weird. It, it's weird with, with, with Danielson right now. But um, this match was phenomenal. This pay per view quality match, uh, at least four and a half. Um, this was like the like these are the cool things like you, you wish to see Danielson doing while he was in jail for years and years. Um, and this was like. Like Bandito was so fucking strong, so great, so creative. Like they were doing uh, all the Yave moves to each other. Um, Bandito was like throwing them around, incredible near falls. Uh, Danielson's doing the submissions, he's doing the kicks, and um, like Bandito was hitting his all sh- all of his shit, doing the twenty one plex. Um, they did like uh, Danielson counter like a brain buster with the label lock. Um, he basically. Um, uh, they, they did a lot of like a lot of strength stuff for Bandito. Like it, it was great. Um, go out of your way to watch this match if you haven't seen it. Um, this was like fuck. Like like this really made you want to see. Like all right, man. These guys that that show up that wrestle these star guys, right? Like Takeshita or Bandito and shit like that. It's like nah, man. They got to be pushed too. Like this isn't like. Like these are the people. Like I think the crowd is are really like they're reacting to right now. Like there's kind of like a uh, I don't want to say like a youth movement going on, but like we saw Top Flight just just beat the Young Bucks here. Um, we're seeing like new people get opportunities. It's like they have to continue to lean into that um, to keep moving the company forward. And I I think this was this was. <laughs> It's an excellent match. Like, I don't, you know, I would have taken Bandito to win, but uh, I don't think anybody was under the presumption like Bandito was going to win, but that building was like 
please like 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 we will like we will take this like like you know this on the table we will take it for sure but um yeah so this um, is the next crop like so basically Takeshita, bandito um andretti like this next crop of guys that they have like basically put in matches be really good have really good matches and lose until they eventually start winning at some point like whether it was darby at the first at the beginning it was, you know, um, it's been a number Garthia, of people. Garcia, Wheeler. other parts. You, yeah, you'd as well. Um, this is the next crop of it, seemingly. Yep. Okay. Um, but like, and these guys are seasoned in a way, even like, you know, Yuta and Garcia, like, you know, like the, I think they're light years beyond wait, those. Wait, two. you mean to tell me that you think that, that Kanosuke Takeshita and Bandito are better than Willer Yuta and Dane Garcia? Are you sure about that? Light years better. Um, oh, okay. So. <laughs> Um, so after that, we got a we got a tape message from MJF. Uh, also, light years better this week, MJF, than last week. That's good. Um, and he says, "Here's what everybody's saying about him. Everyone's being fickle. You know, they've you know forgotten who he is and how he won the title." Uh, he told Danielson he's only been dealing with um, you know he's the max he's dealing with his only has only you know been about fun, but at Revolution he doesn't want to see me basically because he's going to see the monster behind the mask and all the stuff. He was like dead serious here. So better. Um, so we got a video package um, highlighting like between Soraya and Tony Storm and Carl Shida. Um, they now this shit was funny. So Carl Shida sitting there right with, with the uh, kendo stick and Soraya turns to Tony Storm and is like, hey, man, these AEW girls, they don't, you know, basically know what we know and all this shit. And she like looks in the camera like, I can't believe they're saying this in front of me. And they're acting like I don't know the language. Like, that's like, that's like, the, like they think she doesn't know what she's saying. Like, and then, you know, that that was pretty funny. Um, they didn't announce that Brian Cage is going to face Brian Danielson as Danielson continues to get all the matches I want Kenny Omega to have um, between Kenosis, <laughs> Takeshita, Bandito, and now Brian Cage. Like, <laughs> um, MJF didn't have a pretty good segment with Cage. He walks up to Cage and Prince Nana and he hands him an envelope full of money. He says, this is more money than either of you have seen in your life, which is fucking hilarious because Prince Nana's right there. And he's supposed to be like an African right. uh, prince, scammer, gentleman, I don't know. Um, and he basically said, hey man, I don't care if you win or lose, uh, you need to break his arm, basically to Cage. And he slaps Brian Cage. Cage fires up and um, they cool down after that, but he's yeah, like, hey man, you, say, use that anger next week. Them. <laughs> Did he power slap him? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he, he gave him a he gave him a little quick, you know, you know, he tightened him up a little bit. But um, you know, we'll, we'll come, we'll come. <laughs> would it know he be proud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but um, yeah, man, uh, yeah, I I will be watching power slap uh, as much as I can. I'm gonna record it. You better, uh, you better watch it while it lasts for that shit get canceled. <laughs> That <laughs> shit. That shit is not. That shit is not for long. Hey, I'm here for a good time, not a long time, baby. So neither of them. That's gonna be off air real quick. Um, yeah, man. So doing su- doing sub uh uh rampage numbers. What a bro. better on a better day. Look, maybe, maybe they should look. Maybe they should have just given Ring of Honor the time slot. Oh, <laughs> uh, is Empire stop doing impact numbers? 
Then a white. What you doing? Look, man. I don't know. If, I think we talked about it in the thing. Like the last two weeks, like the the summit event and the main event uh, access episodes of uh the of Rust Kingdom. Like they have outdone Impact on access. Oh, like, so yeah. So apparently, Kenny Omega hurt an Impact again. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, Jay White too. Jay White, look, yeah. the US of J, they're saying, fuck that, I'm out of here. I'm going to outdo you. I'm going to outdo you. Well, I'm not even trying, I'm outdo you. Um, so up next, we got Willow Nightingale versus Tony Storm. Uh, this was okay. Um, this wasn't like, you know, they, they didn't go crazy or anything, but I smelled a rat the whole time. I was like, oh, these two baby faces against each other. And then they kind of set up uh, what was happening here. And uh, I just got to say, I am laughing and find it incredibly hilarious. They've already given up on Soraya and turned her heel. Like I said, would pretty much happen like this shit ain't shit ain't hidden. Um, they, they're leaning into it, which is awesome. And it, it works out all better. Um, <clears throat> there was like a distraction. And then uh, Tony Storm rolled up Willow Nightingale. Willow's pissed, uh, yelling at the ref. But then um, during the match, uh, Sheeta walks out. Basically, they had told Sheeta to stay in the back. Don't even come out here or whatever. Well, but you but said that they act like she don't speak English. They did. So, <laughs> so they pick and choose when they act like she don't know yeah. what she do, what, how to, right. she don't understand. Okay, okay, <laughs> right. Okay. Like, like many other, you know. <laughs> um, but Sheeta comes out. And she's just kind of watching. Uh, they do the the turn. Um, Soraya and Tony Storm jump on Will Nightingale, and their heels. Um, Ruby Soho comes out, makes a save essentially. And I thought it was going to be a swerve, and Ruby was going to jump on her, but Ruby and Will had just teamed last week and in that street fight, so they're standing yeah. together for now. But it looks like the the battle lines are being drawn: the imports versus the home team, and. Um, the import you know, versus the home team and Ruby Soho is on the home team. Well, she's a, I think, you know, she's a candidate to switch sides personally, but um, I think, uh, you know, this is a, this is a really cool storyline that they're doing. And uh, I think anytime you kind of do this, I think a lot of people are thinking this can build up to blood and guts. Uh, I think they're going to get it. Uh, I, I think if you're going to do this, you got to get Jade involved. You got to break her out of the Jade universe. Um, and I think you got to get Thunder Rosa back. And then Thunder Rosa turns on her own team because she still don't like them. And you make her a heel. And then that gives them okay. something. So that's another part about this. Why I just, I'm just like, okay, from what I heard, I'm just like, okay. Like, isn't Tony Storm and Britt Baker, aren't they actually friends? Yeah. So, so. And, and Tony Storm and Britt Baker on opposite sides. So Tony, so, so Britt Baker is going to be. I'm sorry. So like Thunder Rosa comes in is like he's going to be have a foot on either side. She joins if she comes back to this, right? But we know who she never really mind don't like. that. Never never mind it. I'm I'm, I'm I'm thinking that I'm thinking about this too far. I mean, what what beef does she really have with Tony Storm aside from she, like Tony Storm making making some comments like Tony Storm lost aside from the part where she basically switched characters. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look. You basically buried Tony Thunder Rosa because Thunder Rosa got hurt or whatever else. I couldn't put her over. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think she's buried her in eighth as much as Britt Baker has buried her in that same amount of time? Like when she's like doing all those cute remarks and then talking about oh you know being God. a real champion and not missing time and like literally coming out and dancing on her grave with Jamie Hader. It and might shit. be different. Whereas like, look, 
I don't care what she has to say about her. Fuck her. But like you, like I actually respected you. <laughs> you buried me, <laughs> bro. She's she's definitely like I. I think the move is uh, like <clears throat> she turns on on Jamie and Britt. She's he, she she's heel. They go their own way with that. She's not necessarily aligned with the other folks, but then like there's somebody that comes in that could be like Jade or something. Okay. Um, but I'm into it. So um, kind of like uh, uh, what was it when Dakota Kai like Thunder Rosa is his team and Roar Games and left out? Except like there's it happens early before the match happens, so someone else can come in. Something like that, okay. or um, I, you know, Thunder Rosa walking out on 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 her own team for not really like trusting her, like she's Sting, you know, you know, you know, fa- oh face paint, you know, God. all, you know, that, that's how it goes. But uh, I, I think we're about to get the uh, the Brit and Jamie babyface term, which I I think a lot of people are gonna be happy about. I'll be happy about finally cheer the doctor uninhibited. Um, so uh, and Jamie's like obviously super over so like i think you know she's necessitated a lot of this and um yeah Paige and saray like that shit like you know i i i i told everyone it was going this direction like but um and it also kind of leaves like you know the door open for for other people to get involved on their side like there's people like athena that are out there that can uh hop on hop on that side um there is uh she's not here yet but there's uh, Mercedes Monet that would easily slot in that other side. Um, also, um, who else? Uh, like it'll call, call people into question. Like, uh, like, t- like TJ. Like, if they're like, if, if this thing like goes like the way of like WCW versus the, N- the NWO, are you with the outsiders or not? Like that could split that team right down the middle. Um, like, hey, who you with? Because you know you you came in way earlier, but you know, and, and you know they they wrapped their arms around around you like you was their own, but you know who you with so i i think make some for some uh compelling television we'll see um the idea of them having a match for an hour does not really do anything for me like 10 bleeding like all 10 moodle scale well let's I mean, go well i mean at this point like you know that that is magic trick in these matches for a lot of these people it's like oh they bled a lot let's let's just Let's overrate it by half a star. So weapons, yeah. Let's go. But um, I but it's but honestly like I don't want to see I don't want to see like whatever group of AEW was division go wrestle for an hour. I just don't. But um, I mean, because look, I don't really want to see the men wrestle for an hour either. Like that's been the problem with some of these uh, blood and guts, and also the you know war games on WWE side. So you know, if they want to do it, I I you know I commend them for their ambition. But like. I hope y'all got some y'all got some innovative or something. And and by innovative, I don't mean like oh women bleed. Like yeah, I I, I I've seen it. Y'all do it a lot or not do it a lot, but y'all notably done that in in AEW. What else you got? Like as far as like the wrestling action or the violence. So we'll see. Um, let's see. And then we got the main event. Um, we got Darby Allen versus Kushida, and I don't know what got into Kushida. But I feel like I haven't seen this guy try this hard in years. It was like he really? walked into. I feel like he walked into this show and was like, "Somebody's gonna fucking push me somewhere." <laughs> so I saw someone say something similar, and I was like, "He had a bunch of good. He had a bunch of great matches in NXT too. It just he wasn't pushed to win any of these things." I, I like. I, I don't know. Like, 
I think people were so awful or, or so overall NXT the la- by the time. Go ahead. The last time we saw him in WWE, they threw him in the trash. I don't know if that's true or not, but I get your point. Um, <laughs> but like, like you, like you know how they threw Jungle Boy in the trash, like, and I was pissed about that a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jake or uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Big Bill chokeslammed him in the trash. Oh, I saw a clip to, to of set that. up yeah, that yeah. tag match. Okay, I saw a clip of that. And I was pissed about it. I was like, the last time we saw Kushida, they literally threw him in the trash. Yeah, I, uh, getting back to my point, like, he had killer matches in NXT, too. Like, I don't know if people were just off him because, like, I, I'm not watching NXT anymore because, like, they're in the LA Fitness and, like, AEW is doing a lot better with the pandemic wrestling than they are. So, like, whatever they do, don't care. And that's fair if that's what you want to do. But, like, he was having killer matches. And, like, that Gargano match, what, what would you give this a star match? For star rating. Uh, I would match. probably go like four and a quarter on this. Yeah, like that Gargano match is, da- is damn near four and three quarters. That match is incredible. That's like the last like really great Gargano you know what? match. That's probably the last like Kushida match too <laughs> that yeah. I remember. So like, I don't know, man. Like it, it really comes down to like, if you were watching, like it's not like the dude stopped learning how to be a great wrestler or whatever else. Like, you know, it's just, just things haven't felt right with him. Like, Do you things think feel right? I mean, look, I, I, I haven't watched. Like, so even in you. New Japan, well, like it hasn't felt right with uh, him. I'm getting. I was going to that. Like, so, like, you got to tell me. Does it? Does it feel like it's 2019 again? Bro, he he like felt like completely refreshed, and it was like I don't know if it was Darby that did it to him, but like he was in there trying to fuck Darby up, and Darby was like matching him, and it was like, yo, this is high level work here. Um, from from Kushida, and it was like, yeah, I got a main event slot. I'm about to fucking take advantage of it. So, uh, I was into this heavy. Um, this was just a, an example of why Darby Allen, week after week, makes a great case for being like the best like television wrestler. Like I know Brian Danielson has what he has going on, what he has going on right now, but like the different way Darby. Approaches different is is way different like different approaches if you ask me who's way more over it's darby right now out of those two and like like bro like it's just danielson's like, a you buzzsaw in- danielson's a buzzsaw and darby is like he's like your your you know underdog baby face gets his ass beat forever does takes incredible amounts of punishment finds a way to fight back through craftiness and speed and technique that like it's kind of uncommon and coming away, come with some, some of the ideas he comes up with to make the crowd like really get into him. Like he's a he's a crazy. I think spot. He's, I, you know I've said this before. Like I think he's one of the most underrated storytellers in wrestling. So mm-hmm. yeah, like there was a move where he did a dive on the outside of the ring, like but he got his ass caught in an arm bar on the outside of the ring, like. He, oh, you got like, he him out of the air, yeah. Um, while he was doing like. A senton or some shit. It was like, all right, okay. he would have did this to fucking Hiromu. So, he was, uh, so it was going for a coffin drop or no? Nah, it was like he was doing a regular senton. It okay. seemed like, okay. and then he just like grabbed his leg, kind of, but his arm too. It was weird. Okay, um, but this this went off heavily. Um, love this. Um, <laughs> love seeing Kushida coming out of retirement. That's great. <laughs> uh, differences. Jack Perry got his win. That is true. <laughs> Undisputed era through Kushida in the garbage. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah, this was uh, and it was like yeah, Bill's Mafia brings up a great point. He's like she was coming off very dominant in this match, and Darby like barely survived. Darby won this match with his pinning finisher or whatever that joint that leg lock I for, joint. I know what you're talking about. I, I, I keep forgetting like what the Last Supper it. or some shit like that. I, it's, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what the technical word for it is, but yeah, yeah. But um, another like I said, another excellent episode. And this one like snuck up on you. Like this was supposed to be like the off week. Or whatever, um, maybe it's next week. Is is the but, off week? But, but the thing I is, like, know. I think because he's there's so much, uh, you know, so much crap on the Kushida the last couple of years that people forget to like he's one of the very best wrestlers in the world of the last decade. People forget that like, yeah, he can go out there and have a four and a half star match or whatever else if if need be. Like, like there was it happens. Inter- it happens. Like I, I'm sure. Inter- good. I was going to say there was some interplay with like uh, the L.A. Dojo guys that were there with them. Uh, the, the DKC and Kevin Knight were out there. Kevin Knight had a little moment with Sting, essentially. Basically, he was t- I think he was telling Sting to like, you know, make Darby give up or some shit like that. Or mm. you know, kind of he got a little camera time with Sting. So that was cool. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was notified that uh, Kevin, or sorry, Kevin Kelly, that uh, Kevin Knight was out there. And I was like, hey, man. I need, I need, I need you to put, go ahead and put this on uh, AEW Dark Elevation or something. I need Kevin Knight versus, versus Darius Martin. I need, I need to see who I need to see who has the best leapers in the game. I need oh, to you see mean that. Dante. I'm sorry, I said I said Dante said Darius. I'm bad. Or, can, I'm, can we can we can we can we can we rent Montez four for one night only so he can join as well? Yeah, bring Seth like, over too. Yeah, you know? <laughs> put them for four away match for who can see the best leapers in the game. A ladder match where you don't got no ladder. You know, you just got to jump up there and get that bitch <laughs> off the rope. You, 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 you springboard your ass and grab that shot. That there. sounds like some mini game from like Mario Party or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, say, yeah, throw Mao in there, too. Someone said, um, OK, said, do we discuss the Sting Darby Moody match? I did not see that match. Um, I have not so seen I did see the I'll talk about it, uh, next week. Um, next week show. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I did see the entrances like that. Noah production team is undefeated. Darby looked, I hate to say it, larger than life, um, <laughs> as well uh, as did Sting. Um, I saw a clip of Sting no selling a dude that was chopping them. It was just hilarious. Sting got the stats um, I saw. So that was pretty cool. What was the stats? 10, 10, 10, baby. Okay, That's just want to make sure. I want to see who, what did they hold him on to give him a nine on. I, I just wanted to know. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, man. So, uh, like I said, another episode of AW that's just, you know, up there. So, wait, wait, um, hold, 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 hold. Sting no sold the murder Fuji chops. That's funny. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember the Roar, or the uh, Survivor Series 2019 when they had Walter in there with uh, with um, Strowman and Strowman was supposed to no sell the Walter chops and that shit hurt too much. He couldn't no sell it like it's, it's, like the whole time he had to like sell for a split second. And then it had to, you know, toughen up. Like, mm-hmm. Marfu, look, Marfuji chops that hard. Or if you're like, you think you finna no sell, it ain't gonna go according to plan. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm interested to see that. And I saw some, I saw some pictures of Kushi just bleeding buckets. Yeah, Sting had knocked, um, uh, Hakushi off the apron and shit, and he took a crazy ass bump. Kushi, 56 years old, looks great. Uh, do you think Dax Harwood would like to cosplay as Bret Hart and wrestle him? Uh, no, probably not. Do we have to talk about Dax Harwood winning Wrestler of the Year and those fightful awards and how shambolic that is? I mean, we can right now if you want to. Oh, my 
this wasn't on the format sheet, y'all. But all right, man. Uh, shouts out to uh, to my man Will Washington over on Fightful. Um, shout out to Reg and um, shout out to uh, Phil. Um, love those guys. Uh, the people that have have voted on this. Um, this is absolutely shambolic. Stop the cap. When you say wrestler of the year, right? Y'all are going to stop treating Dax Harwood like he's Andre 3000. <laughs> I'm going to just say it right now. There ain't that much a big difference between him and Cash Wheeler. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are we doing here? I was I was not expecting for Andre 2000's name to be used in vain like this. Like, what are we doing here? Like... Did Will Osprey die? Did John Moxley die? Did Chris Jericho get in some type of awful like plane crash? Like, were, did the Men in Black flashy thing get used on all these people? So, what was it? What was it? The podcast? Like, was it was it constantly staying in the news, or you know, like what did it for y'all? I can I can tell you what it was. Right, like it's fightful. You think of what their clientele is, their clientele base is North, it is American pro wrestling. So the people that are overwhelmingly get votes for are people with AEW and WWE. There was no really great candidate except for maybe, uh, Gunther in on the WWE side. So everything else is going to be like Moxley, Dax, Jericho, um, Danielson, if you, if you're okay with the, the little bit of time you missed or whatever else and, and what have you from there. So like, once you throw that in and you start throwing in like the, you know, the matches that you're able to have double dip in with like uh triple a or new Japan or ring of honor. Like I thought that like, if I were, if you would ask me like, where would Dax finish 2023 fightful wrestler or most outstanding wrestler? I would say probably somewhere in the top five. I was surprised that he won, but I for sure would have imagined him being in the top five. Now, if this is observer, he's not finishing the top five. And we all know that. I, I I'm just I'm I was just stunned at seeing this. I was like, the the marketing campaign. This is like whoever whoever ran this marketing campaign. They need to they need to sell their services. I don't think it's a marketing campaign. I just think it's different fan bases. Like it's not like there aren't like you don't go to fight for to find out like scoops on New Japan or Stardom. Or Noah, you just don't. You're going there for WWE or AEW and maybe, maybe, maybe Impact. That's it. So that's kind of where you are. Like, who won Women's Wrestle of the Year? I guarantee you, you're going to see people like people in there and be like, not in a million years would they finish the top ten uh, uh, for any of Jamie Hader. Yeah, Jamie Hader. Like, she where would where would she place for uh, where would she place if there was a Women's uh, Observer Wrestler of the Year? Where would she place? Would she finish in the top eight? She would. Oh yeah, because an AEW voting. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But like in, in reality, she's not one of the eight best wrestlers, women's wrestlers in the world this year. She had like she had some really good matches. She had one match that peaked and would have been like the twelfth best I match just, of starting this year. I just don't know in what world you vote for Dax Harwood over John Moxley. Like, like I would, FTR I mean, I would, vote, him, I would have voted Moxley. I would have voted like, Moxley over him. Yeah, like FTR non must be stopped. Like this, this is this is ridiculous. Like this is this is absolutely shambolic. This is like, 
Why you, I feel I like you got to throw the awards away. I think they have less <laughs> fans like FCR more than we do. I just I just think that's the case, right? Like I don't like people that that will think that or for people that like imagine or not imagine that's a, that's unfair to say for people that like will vote for uh, the dog collar match as like the best match of the year in 2023. Like there's a lot of those out there. I don't see it that way. I don't think you see it that way either. I just think we're different from what a lot of people are because we don't really like because we don't because we think that the FTR stuff is them being assholes and grifters or not really them bald but yes or that him so yeah like yeah like i think that clouds how we feel about him and stuff he does where we see like this all is a part of a scheme um and other people don't really see it as like nah he's just going out there and doing his damage like nah man this man is trying to still you know wrestle it here <laughs> and he did in this particular publication unbelievable like like was he better than kenosuke Takesha last no. year no on the on the same program no like his best match, like his, like his best match was the Osprey match, right? His best singles match was the Osprey match, right? Come on, man. Yes. Okay. Takeshita in Moxley. Takeshita in uh, Page. Was he better than Chris Jericho last year? Um, as a whole, a single. No. No, because like that Moxley match was better than um, than any um, was better than Osprey match. So was in Moxie like the Wheeler match is better than that uh, Moxie Jericho match. Jericho and Kingston at Revolution, yes. Um, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, the three way oh, with or sorry the four way for the ROH belt with uh, Guevara and Claudio and Danielson. Like you know, there's a bunch of that stuff. Anarchy in the arena. Yeah, yeah. So so I don't know who right. We, mm-hmm. we named a lot of good options, but somebody was stolen from because these people think Dax Harwood is Andre 3000, James. I don't know, man. I guess when he does his chops, it, it moves them in ways that like the other other like dozens of people that do chops do. I don't know. I don't know, man. Can't tell. I don't know. Unbelievable. I think I think uh, mo- I think really honestly it's like if most of your best work is your tag matches. I'm not going to vote for you for wrestler of the year. For other people, like unless you're Kenny Omega, like Kenny Omega's the only person that really I like, got, got that exception. I don't know. Like you know how it is when it comes to like this this kind of voting. It's year by year. People don't really like account for like prior precedence with this stuff. Like there's no other person that ever would have been the most or a person where most of their tag matches are their be- are literally their best matches and like they get in for this. That never happens until now. I just want to know what they think of Cash Wheeler in that case. Like he had, you know, you know what it is. Like he didn't, ha- he didn't, he only had a couple of the, of his singles matches, and they'd be like, "Well, what's that even matter?" And you know, me and your argument is, "Well, what does it even matter?" Like all the best matches are the same match, both of them are in tag matches, right? Yeah, I know. Like I know. It's almost like you know, where do you have Big Boy listed? Did <laughs> oh, you you don't have him listed anywhere? You just like. Disregarding him, uh, okay, I get it. I, I, there was one publication I forgot what it was, but like they had, they had Dax at like five, and then they had uh, they had Cash at like nine or something. I was like, okay, at least at least you can't at least I can't be like you're being consistent here. Like you put both of them on there based on the tag work, and they're both here, and like Dax is ahead because he had more singles matches, so that's fair. I forgot what publication it was. But it was American. I think it was a uh, Sports Illustrated, maybe. Uh, I think it was at FS. 
um one fifty or FSM fifty shit that um Voice of Wrestling runs. I, I believe. So I, I can't remember. Um, that could be it though. Yeah, man. So um don't worry. The One Nation Radio Award is gonna correct all that shit. <laughs> uh the, the 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 real proper awards. Um you know I, I don't even believe um <laughs> I don't even believe FTR was nominated. <laughs> Maybe I'm not sure. I have to. Uh, I have to for for what? What would it be nominated for? Most outstanding wrestler. Yeah. Have we ever put a tag team on there? Maybe we Bucks. put the Young Bucks on there. Bucks have made it on there before. Okay, so let's see. Wow, a lot of responses. Okay. Uh... I think that you know. I think also the thing that hurt like. Uh, us with nominations, we know what to do with AEW stuff. Or not AEW, the, uh, the ROH stuff. Because, like, we don't cover ROH like that. Like, we don't have Kaito Kiyomiya on our thing, so why we put yeah, you know, um, him on there with her best matches or New Japan and what's I'm called? sorry. We gave the last two spots to Shuri and Saya Kamatani. <laughs> I mean, do you want to do you want to compare Shuri and Saya Kamatani's, like, singles, dis- uh, singles match guy to, to Dax's? We do not. Okay. Um, uh, who else do we have? Are we kicking out Tomohiro Ishii or Shingo Takagi? I don't believe no. we are. No. Brian Danielson or Kazushiko Okada? No. no. John Moxley or Will Ospreay? No. no. So, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it comes down to what you cover, man. Like, if yeah. you're not watching Japanese pro wrestling, and I see, and you're mostly covering just American pro wrestling, I can see, like, Dax doing so much better for you. Because, like, the only time you actually watch New Japan is to watch them. Or Kenny Omega. Now, this year. Yeah. Um, so, Zeku Maki said he has a question that he didn't get a chance to ask last week. Uh, go ahead, pop it in the, in the section here, uh, in the comment section, so we can answer it before we wrap this bitch up. But, uh, like I mentioned, uh, until that question comes in, make sure y'all get the album. You know. Uh, help your boy out. Uh, we got a lot of new music out. Uh, I think there are. Um, ooh, ooh, that's a hot one. Matt Taven, Matt greater Taven, than Dax better Harwood. than Dax. Uh, from what I've seen, I'd say hell no. But I haven't seen that much Matt Taven. Oh, let's see. Um, I don't have a question. But shout out to Club Venus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I, I remember you like earlier. You were saying uh, the the shoe pro thing. I was I was gonna let you know. Like, hey man, are we sure they ain't just gonna put Club Venus on that bitch again? <laughs> oh, please, <laughs> that's a good question. Oh, uh, Zekamaki says, um, uh, with the Mercedes hype dying down, is it strange that she hasn't met the Stardom roster, nor not many of the roster has said much about her debut or being part of new japan and stardom um i don't think it's necessarily strange i just think that like she has a separate deal and she doesn't really deal with them and when she deals with whoever else like she'll deal with them like as a person that she's having a match with or whatever else so like um for example uh, i think when she i think after russell kingdom like the people that said anything the one person i remember saying something whereas was Kyrie in particular um, I remember also Lady C saying something because Lady C, when she debuted, she had gear 
that was made when I first saw it was reminiscent of like the arm, you know, the arm sleeve thing that Sasha used to wear. I was like, it reminds me of Sasha. And then sure enough, Lacey said like, Sasha's the reason why I wore that arm sleeve thing. I was like, oh, okay, makes sense to me. Um, I think the one of the person that mentioned something about Sasha, but you got to remember like most of the women were pissed that like Tam McConnell went out there and only got five minutes in a fucking Wrestle Kingdom match. Like, you know, so like there wasn't going to be much said because they're not going to go out there and like bury the whole thing. Um, so obviously they were upset about that and, and they're right, well within the right to be. And then like Sasha or, you know, I've seen Sasha, like she went to the LA dojo and, and Russell. Um, I mean, she doesn't have to come back to new, she doesn't come back to Japan for months. Like the, the match with, uh, with Kyrie is, uh, you know, that's what in February America. 18th. Yeah. Yep. And it's in America. So like, there's no need for her to go over there right now. Um, uh, like, I, I just think people, I think people think there's heat. I don't think there's really real heat. I just think people are like, she's a stranger. And when she comes here, she'll, she won't be a stranger, but she hasn't came in yet. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like I've still got my, I'm still like, kind of like trying to see how this all works out here. Um, that I was not encouraged by that debut, but, um, you know, I just I hope she's just taking it serious and like she approaches this match like this is the biggest match of her career coming up because I know you WrestleMania main evented and you know the day one of WrestleMania stuff but like I feel like all eyes are on her right now and it's like all right I mean it's a lot of pressure they did create the whole thing for her (laughs) they created the belt for her so they they you know you got the long reputation as being like you know, how great you are. And then you're about to go to this other like class of wrestlers, essentially to start applying your trade. So, um, I think, I think she's going to do well. Um, I think she's going to, if it's the Sasha Banks that shows up that, or Mercedes Monet that shows up that has historically showed up and it's not someone that is kind of like checked out and like, really just like kind of I don't know just not as like just just not as hungry as she once was mm. um then it, I could see problems but um I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt yeah I'm willing to do that too um saying if the rumors are true um they didn't want to pay <clears throat> they didn't want to pay my extra money when you look at Bushiro funny for giving all that out all the extra money out to Mercedes um no because it's a one um it's a different play right like the like the thinking is we bring her we'll get the eyes that follow her to over here they can see that like we have clearly superior women's wrestling and they'll want to stick around um i don't know how that, sound that, that strategy is right but, right because yeah. like because like you know if it was reverse like they think jet like in america had better women's wrestling and they did that, then like, yeah, Japanese fans would be more likely to want to watch the American women's wrestling was the superior one. That doesn't that doesn't really I don't think that's how that would track with with it in the way that it's actually presented because of like uh, this weird thing where people think all wrestling is all women's wrestling is the same level of wrestling was like no. <laughs> Why, like, you can't tell that why like, these people are moving faster or hitting harder or are doing more intricate things or or you know better at set like it's, it's weird like they can like it's really weird like you can tell you have the same fair so that's a that's a quote-unquote uh women's wrestling fan like watch men's wrestling and they can t- point these things out 
Like they can tell you that like Rey Mysterio Jr. is a better wrestler than Baron Corbin. But then you throw well, once you like switch out the switch like the same equal dif- difference in like skill in their women, they act like it's all the same. It's like you're not you're, so you're not doing the same thing we're doing. You're not doing the same thing for both for both cases. Weird. And I, I don't know. Like it's just being supportive. I guess I don't know. Man, I, yeah. I, but I think it's like the toxic positivity type of th- thing, as opposed to like being real. Question from um, JML. He says, um, "If you're TK, how do you respond to Nick Khan calling him a kid?" <laughs> um, and also, more serious question: Who is the wrestler on WWE's roster that would flourish in current AEW? Um, I'll start with the first one. Um, I mean, that kid stuff is not to be like really played with people don't appreciate that imagine calling chris paul a kid <laughs> how do you think that will work out mm. um you know i think if you're tony khan like yeah uh, i'm a billionaire kid that <laughs> like I, I i guess that's what you do um i mean it's, uh, it's obviously the, it's obviously a nepotism shot yeah yeah, yeah. um you know i you know if you're tk you can you can go like you've blasted Nick Khan in public before, so this was obviously coming at some point. So this is a good point. Either, I forgot about that. Either you got to take it on the chin, just like let it ride, or you know, just go out there and be entertaining or something. I don't know because yeah. it's easy to get people to 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 be riled up about Nick Khan. I mean, Nick Khan was uh, defending alleged rapist Vince McMahon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on Bill Simmons podcast um, this week and his return and shit like that. And uh, Nick Khan, just wh- wh- whichever way the wind's blowing, that's where he is. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. Uh, the second one was who I think was flourished the most in AEW uh, from WWE. Um, probably say, probably at this point, I have to say Gunther. Just like, yeah, just, just ring the bell. <laughs> just, just, just bring him in, ring the bell, and it's on. Like him and Darby would be fucking incredible. <clears throat> and they've had a they had a match and evolve in 2018, I believe. Did not know that. Um, I, I definitely can't say Cody Rhodes. Um, for for this one. <laughs> um, I mean, he flourishes. He flourishes at the start, and then it, you know, then it goes, the, then it comes to, down to, yeah, to yeah. resolve. You yeah. know, look, um, man, you gotta, you gotta admit, the first four months of AEW, Cody Rhodes was one of the hot baby face I've ever seen, and that man has managed to just, hey, just cut my own, clip my own wings, and clip my own wings, and, mm, hey, mm. need a breaks, man. Um, yeah. But uh, as far as somebody else, I think Drew McIntyre would do well. Yeah. Um, and these are people that obviously have done well anywhere they've gone. So yeah. uh, if, if I was taking it a step further and saying like, all right, this person's never really been out. Obviously Ricochet would do great. Um, if we, if we get the Ricochet from, if we get, I, I don't know. You think he might be complacent now? He's been there doing nothing for a while now. He might. That man do him. love him some WWE draws, so I don't yeah. know. It'd be like um, saying, like, it'd be like, yeah, like, would Seth do well if he's motivated? Like, of course Seth would do well, but like, would he be motivated? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think take him off the leash. I think it's. I think Kira Tazawa would do great. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I I always like you know when I'm playing a video game or something and I, and I want to have a good match with someone I always fight like a curious <laughs> Um, I 
how about a tag team? Let's go through tag teams. Oh, give me the Street Profits all day. Street Profits. I think that the team that would do the best outside of WWE be the New Day. Hmm. Why is that? Because they got over doing shit that was distinctly not WWE to begin with by doing things that like they couldn't possibly uh, write for them. They had to write that stuff out on their own, and it got them mm-hmm. over huge. Um, and like obviously, I, like I think like you know if the acclaims gonna get over, we get you know scissor me daddy ass like bootios and, and and feel the power and the power of positivity like as 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 very much in line with all that kind of uh you know goofiness if you will that i think like that would work that would they have had um the like the matches to go with it if xavier and kofi i think so like well but like you know the fight was a three-part team thing like i think that would have got them over huge in AEW. Um, and I don't think they would have done like I don't think those three would necessarily do the make some of the same mistakes that some of the WWE guys have made. Where it comes to like I'm here, I'm expected to get a slot and like you know protect it and do all the other nonsense of that. And like I'm a star and and have drawn money and you haven't. Like I don't think they're going to go the CM Punk Soraya uh, route. Oh man, Seamus Nova says uh, he, he put a fake Tony Khan tweet in there. He said, "I may be a kid, but I don't kid around with alleged rapist Vince McMahon." Watch AEW Rampage tonight on TNT. Oh my god! <laughs> Hashtag made Walter fat again. Uh, Thero Negro said, "Dragon Lee." Yeah, um, of course, but you know, like they only gave they only brought Dragon Lee in for like one AEW match, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't. You know, they did they the wanted ring honor thing with um. They did the ring honor thing with um. Roosh. Street Profits are New Day and AW will fucking rule. We finally get New Day versus the Elite. That would be like a clown show. Like they would be like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, TV fourteen Biggie, um, <laughs> Garza and Huberto would kill it with the Bucks and Lucha Bros. Real Talk bring Tyler Bate out of retirement and oh give uh, him versus Darby or Orange Cassidy. Um, That'd be awesome. Uh, now, Zach Mike says, now the most important question, James, you really wasn't thinking about hitting that half-court heave. Half-court. It's my Tim. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so now that we're on the air, because he asked this, like, uh, before we started re- recording the podcast. Now we're on air. I don't know what it is about y'all to make y'all think that, like, hey, you should just go out your way to just hit old women that have no idea that it's happening or, or actually, like, t- have the time to deal with that or, or whatever else. Like, do y'all just hit on people at the gym too? Cause like, I don't know if I yeah, if I told the story well or whatever else, but like I'm walking out the bathroom, she's walking <laughs> to another spot. We see we, we, we catch each other and we're like, oh hey, she's like, oh you're wearing my shirt, and I'm like, oh shit, you're Tam Nakano, literally like not in not in like your gym uh gym warm up or whatever. I was like, you're, she's actually like just in her wrestling gear, and she's walking towards like doing whatever she was doing with the camera following her, like. The idea that like I in a different language is gonna stop her and try to talk to her, communicate to her that I wanna do anything with her is like y'all y'all have no no like y'all have no like room of self awareness. What are y'all doing? So, are y'all really that much of a uh, bull in a china shop? Because like that's really a, like what do you call it, uncouth? Zeku Mike said, it, but it's Tam. Like not saying just women. Like but it's Tam. Okay, so like I think Tam is uh an attractive woman, but like that ain't the person that I'm like uh like most looking to, to do the act out outside of myself for in stardom. <laughs> right? That would be the Mina. 
But like, I, even even if it was me out there, I wouldn't be acting like that. Like, I don't really do that. Like, she's here to do her job. I'm here to watch her do her job. Like, I don't I don't really get into it like that. Rich, you've known oh, me a long time. Do I ever act, really act bro. like that? That ain't that ain't James P. Yeah, that's not that's not how that's not my get down. No. no. Uh, Brew Haven says, "Hey, girl, you ever hang out with an American man?" Innovative oh, game wow. right there from Brewhaven. Uh, Frank Leone said, "Not nah, a all talk." Bill's Mafia sounds like excuses. James L O J K L O L. See, um, see. Zach Maki says, "Nah, Jim negative, but startup man. I'm Wardo Curry going for the shot at the end of the quarter. <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take." James should have hit the Monet t- tweet and meowed at Tam. Jesus Christ. Um, that, now that is wild. <laughs> now, James, that, now that's an absurd thing to say. James do the cartoon wolf howl. Wow. Tam from the countryside would have pulled out the big city maneuvers. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. That's a good one. I love it. I love it. He said he's going to pull these city slinger moves on this yeah. motherfucker that speaks a different language. You, you, what, what you going to do, Lothero Negro? You going to talk fast to her? <laughs> listen here, baby. Listen, listen, listen here, baby. You know. Oh, my God. How about you and me? You know. <laughs> Now all you gotta do is just you know, just just, oh, like, just, just, just hand the phone like this, you know. Brewhaven <laughs> said, "Hey man, language is just a barrier." Exactly. You know, like, language ain't nothing but 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 something to be overcome. Yeah, you, you know, know what that? that yeah, no, it's like something to overcome. Love like, transcends said, all. Said, look, you talking about love? <laughs> language is a barrier. Yeah, you know what that barrier is? Is a segregator. Is to keep my ass from her ass. That's how that works. <laughs> Have you? Are you not? Are, are you not American? Do you not know how that works? <laughs> we we do have an international audience here, so you know. We'll yeah, see. I mean, I'm, I'm asking. I'm, I'm asking my honesty. Do you not know how that works? He's Canadian. Like, <laughs> okay. Do you speak French? Oh man! Wait for the answer. This is what the show has broken down into now. Yep. I'm waiting yep. on the answer. I- no. All right, take your ass, take your ass to uh, Quebec and see, and, and start spending some game. Then talking that shit. <laughs> you raise a good point. Thank you. That's where I'm getting at. You know, you know, you know, pull up and talk about. I'm supposed to go over here and talk about Konishiwa, like he's supposed to go over there and talk right. about va 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 Like no, no, that's hey, how man. this works. Hey man, you go down to the Dominican Republic. I'm sure you'd be able to figure it out. Now I think that is, uh, I think that's like the passport bros thing, and like we don't do that. We don't do that over this way. We do not do that over here. You will not be hearing about James going to Brazil or Colombia or Thailand. None of that. No, not happening. Puerto Rico, you know, this is Puerto Rico. <laughs> wrap this up yeah man so that's it the show thanks for listening y'all be sure to read up on app or whatever app you're using to listen to this with um you know uh i'm going to put in the show description the link to rich's uh new album in the uh from uh pay hip so uh go to the uh influence from the podcast be sure to go to the show notes or description and find that there um 
if you're listening from the uh, uh, on the stream, you can hit us up on our Cash App or our or um, PayPal. And then um, back, you know, if you for donations, you go to our Red Circle link in the show notes in the description and uh, drop some with a donation there. And be sure to be sure to listen to the other shows on the network. You got One Nation Radio, Keep It a Strong Style, The Rick and Clyde Wrestling Show, Grumman Washes Shit, Eight Bit Suplex, The Grave Consequence Podcast, All Things Elite, Great Match Generator, Get in the Ring and Meet the Press Slam. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. I'll see y'all in a few weeks.